we're live with ACG. Abzi always has to ask that every time. I do. Like, I need to live? know, man. I can't say, uh, dude, what do you hold back? Let's be honest. Muffin. Everything. Okay. Nothing at all. Muffin. I'm here I'm with a very edgy person. I'm here with Johnny. <laughs> I'd be canceled. I'm here Sorry, with I'm Johnny Abzi, <laughs> silver and reg and the lovely. Well, what, what do we call a senior, senior, senior writer, writer, one of the senior writers at Gearbox. We'll say it that Correct. way. Yeah. Currently, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan L., who was nice enough to join our podcast. As you guys know, we've had a couple people from Gearbox on, and I was thanking everybody for coming on because a lot of people have done spectacular work coming on the podcast, talking about games, talking about what they love. Our job sort of to introduce you to them and not to the rigmarole that exists in the gaming world. Too much, at least, unless we're talking about VRR on the PlayStation. And so we decided to have him on. He was like, hey, let's jump in here. It's going to be good. Got some other people coming on in the next couple of weeks. And I want to give a shout out to a complete poet, one of the best music writers in the world, um, Freddie Mercury, who also was clairvoyant when he wrote We Are the Champions for this podcast. I just want to say thank you very much. Thank you, Freddie Mercury. Thank you, Freddie Mercury. You've I just watched the uh, movie. Did you guys watch the one with um, Rami Malek? Malik? Rami Malik? Yeah. That was yeah. pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I have not. No, it's 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 enjoyable, man. It's like yeah, man. it was it was a lot of um, sort of b behind the scenes of what you expect, but there was actually some stuff in there that was pretty heartfelt that I wasn't expecting that I really liked. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about games. We've got stuff from Warhammer. We've got stuff from Devolver Digital. We've got stuff from Square. We're gonna talk about Square selling off their devs. We're gonna talk about Outriders not making money. And we're gonna talk about games. And probably have an eclectic life question that makes no sense until I fix it for Johnny. Oh, yeah. All like right. the pinky, if you were born with a oh pinky my God. on your neck. What, what was that? If you were born, what was that? How, if it's the like, how would you perform uh, oral sex if you have a no, pinky? No, no, no. That wasn't the question. The, no, the, wow. No, what? No, no, that wasn't no. the question. The question your was, significant your significant other would other have could, a pinky But would not somewhere. age. And would and be healed no, of all, of I, all illnesses. Yeah. I'd lick it. Okay, let's just move on. I'm. Um, let's move on. Yes, let's talk about. Let's talk about Outriders. Wow. It didn't make money, right? Hold on, you gave me a new game idea. I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah okay. Abzi apparently was doing too much testosterone before he showed up. He's just. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's all sweaty and I'm pumping. pumping, dude. I'm um, pumping. But we do want to thank Bullshit. you for sure for for showing up. And uh, you know, I do let everybody pimp what they're working on. But as we said, you know, most stuff's NDA. Is there anything that you do though that you? You know, maybe it's on the outside. Maybe it's a hobby or something like that, uh, Jordan. That that you want to talk about? Do you have a website? Anything like that? If you don't, it's fine. But I always God, if only. No, you can just follow me on Twitter because I'm addicted to it and spend far too much time on there. You do. So Add. You do. I'm just always Add. on there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not good. What's your handle so people have it's it? It's a Jordan anomaly. Like I combine my name and anomaly. And that's clever. Nice. Honestly, just go to ACG's Twitter and uh, he tagged me in it and uh, yep. his yeah. earlier tweet. So that's easier. Yep. Um, definitely follow him. Like I said, we're, we're trying to get people on here who are sort of, uh, you know, not on a bunch of podcasts and want to talk about games and not be, you know, we're, we're not super into the politics. Kind of. So it's nice to have him on. Um, let's jump into what we've been playing first so that we can sort of get an idea because some of these games we're going to talk about are in the news. So Jordan, you're the, you're the, you're the guest, man. Do you have anything you've been playing? All right. I'll give you, I always play a lot of games at once. And then since I got the Steam Deck, that's like increased. So the ones I've played, at least within the last two days, are Kingdom Come Deliverance, Lego Skywalker Saga, Good. Kakarot, Switch Sports, Dwarf Romantic, Rogue Legacy 2, Vampire Survivors. And I play this mobile game uh, that's 
New Japan Pro Wrestling that uses like FMV footage, like for it, and you like train up wrestlers and fight them. Yeah. That's like a hundred <laughs> hours of that so far. It got me into NGPW. It's great. That's it. So I think like eight games right now. That's only, only, eight, only, yeah. only eight games at once. Do you multi-box or is it just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I have ADHD. So I just hop from thing same, to thing. Same, <laughs> same, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever energy pulls you. Dude, exactly. um, full motion video. We talked for about an hour last week. Uh, I did, um, I, not that you're saying you love full motion video now, but I've never really had an issue with it. And I did, uh, let's see, she sees red last week. Found out that the contradiction detective from my favorite FMV of all time has actually done two more games, which I was completely surprised oh. about. Uh, yeah, dude, FMV actually works, but I didn't know there was a wrestling game. I'll have to check that. I'd never it's heard a, of it. It's that. great. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, let's see, Abzi. Um, I'm playing a bunch of games too. There's Rogue Legacy 2, which is good roguelike. Um, I've been playing, I found a game that was an indie game of the week like last year called Ender Lilies. And it's shaping up to be one of my favorite Metroidvanias of all time. It's really, really fucking good. You play Ender like a little lilies. girl. Ender lilies. Yeah, you play a little girl and you have spirits that fight for you. It's pretty charming, actually, with incredible music. Um, and I've been playing Neo 2 co-op, which I have... Dude, That um, Neo 2 in co-op made the game just so much better for me. It's just such a fun game and one of definitely one of the best co-op experiences I've had um, recently. Um, and, uh, I think that is it. I'm still playing through Tales of Arise. I made it to like the fourth region or something. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much it. Some vampire survivors, some, you know, other roguelikes. Yeah. Um, dude, Neo 2, oh, Neo 2 is still, I still think it's got the best combat in any Great game, that. dude. Yeah. It's still, it has the best combat in Souls likes hands down. Yeah. And then when um, you do co-op, yeah. you're just like. It, it's... We're, we, so I have like the fist weapons and he has tonfas. So we're just two people just like fucking Hammering. running around and like just we have like these crazy combat combos that go like under and over people and stuff. It just feels really good, you know. Just you know, but you so, get the dopamine. Yeah. It also really helps that they don't really restrict the co-op like dark. So no, they they yeah, do not. So it's easier so to get into. They have a really good system when you play in co-op. It's more of like a kind of an Iron Man mode where you have like a bar that decreases every time someone dies. And then if you yep. if you both, um, if that bar depletes, it's game over. You can either continue or restart the mission. Um, and uh, they increase enemy count. And for some reason, as opposed to Souls, other Souls games, the bosses and enemies feel like they're better. Uh, they handle two people better than, than, um, than other Souls games usually do. You mean they switch up the pattern for crowd control versus single? Attack no, they, they just... I don't know, but something about their AI makes They're cognizant it so of that two people it doesn't, one? yeah, it doesn't become super trivial if you're playing with a friend. And I think uh, the mechanics they have in place, like the, the scaling and all the other stuff mm -hmm. uh, balances that out. So it's a pretty balanced um, experience and it's really fun. Uh, it's much more fun than alone. I, I, think. I had the opposite experience it, with it because I, I yeah. played with a friend and she was super OP. She had an amazing build, right? So she oh, jumped yeah, we, into we, my game and she's not really scaled down much from what i saw so she just shredded oh bosses. no we both we ba we both made fresh characters i was gonna say the and, best way to and... do that is just go fresh and say let's experience mm -hmm. yeah. this yeah 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 definitely uh i would say parts of it or some bosses especially the human bosses are much easier because you can stagger them to to hell and back but it's more fun and that's what matters yes excellent what about you silver <laughs> Uh, I haven't really been able to play very much, unfortunately. And what I have been able to play has really more mostly exclusively been Ghost Recon Breakpoint, 
um, really felt like I needed to play some stealth, tactical stealth again. Um, and that's really the only sort of major title on the market at the moment. Um, also, they did just this year uh, put out the, the last content for the game, which was the Motherland update, which I didn't have the chance to play until now. So I sort of did you get that, that sweet well. NFT helmet, though? I did not know. You didn't get a sweet NFT helmet or three? You didn't buy all no, 16 I, that I got fully nothing. sold? Yep, I would have. Nope. I would have bought all 16. What about you, Reg? I've been playing The Legend of Nayuta Boundless Trails, which is uh, like a you side with the title. You long names. Of, oh, my God. Well, Japanese <laughs> titles. Uh, they love their long names. Uh, it's a side title of my favorite game series, uh, the Trail series. Uh, and it's from back from 2012. It's a port, the PC port of a PSP title. Uh, yeah, action similar RPG. style, Reg. No, it's it's not really. It's it's an action RPG, so it's uh, with a bit of platforming. So the gameplay is completely different from the well, main trail series. Hmm. That, yeah, that's pretty much it. That, well, Longest, my usual long arc. Lost Ark. Lost Ark. Sorry, Long Ark. Still playing Lost Ark, huh? Long Arc. Well. Yeah, what was Lucitin talking about? Lucitin said he found the Lost Ark. Was he just pulling people's legs? Was he just being Lucitin? <laughs> yes. Okay, because you can't find the Lost Ark, right? No, he said he found the Lost Ark in, in the Path of Exile update or something <laughs> like that. I gotcha. Dude, this that guy sense. posts Path of Exile's updates for everyone while nobody gives a fuck about it. I love he it. still does it. I love it. Dude, Lucitin, it. Lucitin is the type of, if, if he was a streamer, that actually talk to people because he'll stream and he'll turn off his mic and all that. He's like the most anti-streamer streamer. <laughs> yeah. That dude streams yeah. stuff. And, and well, not every just company the mic, would love just him. Also muted, like it doesn't even hear anyone. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he, I don't know why he doesn't. I mean, some company, if they saw him, they'd be like, dude, that's the guy we want. Like that guy won't shut up about our game. He loves our game. That's that's who you want. You don't want to. I mean, I have no issue with paying. A well, streamer he loves games he hates. Once, but well, that is true. True. Uh, that true. is true. What about you, Johnny? So I played a little bit of Trek to Yomi, which we'll talk about today. Interesting game, uh, which you reviewed, so people should check out the review. You yeah, fucked. yeah, Abzi, you should check uh, out the uh, Trek to Yomi review. Yeah, what? Abzi, let's Who? call him out. Abzi has which not... review? What are you talking about? Trek to Yomi, you haven't seen. He knows. He knows review? he's being. The fuck is that? He's being Abzi. He's being anti anti good yeah. guy today. Is it Whatever. the dude with the beard on the thumbnail? Just shut up. Shut your, I'm going to cover up your face and every thumbnail from now on. Oh, Next yes, baby. Weeks. Cover up my face. Go ahead, Johnny. Not like that. Okay, no. let's move on. What, what else? Uh, right. What else? So uh, I also played a little bit of Lego Star Wars uh, with mm. my friend that came over. Oh, um, yeah. How did that go? How over did that the weekend? We, it, it was great. Yeah. Awesome. And, you know, we had a great time hanging out. It's, it's really cool to meet someone that, you know, I've known him for two years online. Yeah. And then we kind of. Yeah, finally mm -hmm. met IRL, so pretty dope. Uh, we had a great time. We actually played a way out, like in one sitting or a couple sittings. It's fun uh, on it's couch. A, it, it's such a, a great game. Can for we local give Johnny and... a kudo too for dropping a digital acronym Deuce. for for me, for meeting somebody? He said IRL. They came over and we IRL. we got to meet IRL and I, something about that it was just like that was perfect the, Johnny that was yeah perfect. the contrast of like <laughs> anyway QH continue. IRL is the best he's now. he's on yeah. it man he knows the shit so um so you guys got to do you got to do your stream that person got to show yeah. their face if if that's what the plan was 
Yeah, and this exactly. person you've known for two years and uh, due to uh, gaming, Discord, all that stuff. And it's kind of a moderator. surreal experience, yeah. If yeah, you know someone yeah. online for a while, and then that's how I met a friend of mine. I've known him online for a while. We we were playing on like Skype for a long time, and then he met the the way he met me was that I just threw up because I was drunk, and uh, I just ran out the door and threw what up. What an right impression! I was like, "Hey, Alex." <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. He's always uh, got a story that just evolves humanity to its worst. Like I'm points. a degenerate. Yes. Dude. I'm anyway, a degenerate. anyway, Johnny. Um, so you played that. You got to get them over. They played for. They stayed for one day. It no, they, like. they stay. Uh, he he stayed for three days. Oh wow. Okay. Basically, yeah. And so we had a chance to hang out quite a bit. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it was fun. By the time they left, fun. you didn't played, hate them. Played some cards, some games, watched some anime. Uh, finally watched Spirited Away, which is one of those like animated oh, yeah. movies that one of the great everybody of puts all time. in there. Yeah, it's Isn't so it? good. Everybody okay. puts it in their top studio. Ghibli. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great movie actually. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we had a great time, man. And I also have some ongoing games that I've been playing, like Final Fantasy XIV. I'm almost at the latest expansion, but there's just a bunch of content right in between. So I'm just making my way through yeah. through that. And uh, also in, in my... Did you get 5.3? Did you get to 5.3? Yes, I played that. Dude, and that was... The ending? For, dude, for... Because uh, it's not even part of the main expansion, Absy. Mm. And it's such it's the best. great content. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And uh, also, I'm in my League of Legends journey uh, from zero to hero there. Kind of still in the oh, zero no. uh, part. But, you know, we're, we're getting there. It, just a lot of fun to to learn a new game and and try to get good at. <laughs> Anything else? That's it, man. Excellent. Those sound good. What's on the lower left, uh, Johnny? Is that Lego or is that something else that I'm seeing? This is my diner Lego set. Gotcha. You got the lights yeah. up? Did you do the light set? I do have the lights. It it runs out of battery super it quickly does, though, dude. which is it the does. annoying part. It does. Yeah. Wow, yeah. but it looks cool. I like the little lava lamp there. You can put the lava lamp behind it, make it look like the lava lamp was shining light out. I'm just saying. Oh. Well, well yep. Okay, okay. But I, 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 oh, all right, all right, all right. I all do, right, I do right. like lava lamps, though. My 1970s yeah. years are coming Something up. Something about them. Um, by the way, you guys don't sound like you were talking to each other and the audio is very good. Dude, we never talk. We're, we, not never. What? But we're very good. Uh, well, today you are, but normally we do a very good job on not talking over the top of each other. Um, what have I been playing? Oh, first of all, shout out to everybody who's done super chats in the last couple of weeks. It's really helped out the channel. Uh, and some people bought some shirts. We're now at 2,800 shirts sold. So if you get a chance, check out uh, ACG on Teespring. That'll be it. Let's see. What can I talk about? Um, Salt and Sacrifice. Can't talk about it. There, you, you guys can see streams for Salt and Sacrifice if you want to see uh, what the gameplay is like for that game. Mm -hmm. Very interesting title. Uh, Trek to Yomi. Played through that, played through Warhammer, and both are, I really enjoyed both for completely different reasons. Um, hmm. But Warhammer, man, if you're like, a, like I think Abzi said, I think you said you're not super into, you know, 40k. Or I mean, I haven't been because there hasn't been games that are good and I never did like a TTRPG of it or yeah, I've never done yeah. that. But this game looks like, I like XCOM style games. And dude, it, and... it, it, it makes it, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. Dude, it's so, almost, it was almost at 91% on meta slash open critic, which uh, admittedly, I fucking hate Metacritic stuff. I think it's the, mm -hmm. the death of everything. But in this one time, I'll mention it because, whoa, one of you guys farted. Sorry, one of my dogs 
Oh, Jeez, I thought, let's I thought be clear, it's not one of us. No. Um. Oh. Anyway, yeah. It and it, it, it's just one of those titles where everybody saw it the way I did, which is nice. You know, I don't mind if somebody dislikes a game or whatever, because usually you you sort of see what they were talking about. But this game was one of those ones where you put it up, you put your review up, and you sit back. And I didn't really go back and look right away, but when I did, I was pretty blown away by how most everybody had scored it very high and really enjoyed it. Which means just more people looking at that, you know, that company possibly. For, for doing another title. Um, I would love to see DLC for this game. It just, it works, man. It makes XCOM... It just works. It did, it does. Todd Howard, uh, we need him on the show to just say that about the games I say that about. But yeah. you, you like, said you... No RNG is the plus of all pluses. There mm. is nothing better than not having RNG. RNG needs to go unless they do it well, right. And the 99% chance of missing when you're one foot from a person pisses me off. This right. game, this game oh, has- Oh, that was silly. This game has not, none of that. It's like, you know, absolutely, because they're holy emperor's soldiers. They don't miss. They don't miss. Do, the do world not... gets in the way is what they say. It's And it works. It they, should, should... they should make an XCOM style game where you play stormtroopers. Oh and my god. Just, uh, RNG you never 1 hit. to 99. There's, there's no RNG. You just you just never just hit. Always <laughs> always miss. But only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. Oh my god. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about a one-liner that stuck with that show forever. Uh what yeah. were you saying, Johnny? Did I interrupt you? Well, you that's interesting. The no RNG because I thought that was actually a part of the formula and why the game worked in XCOM. Because you guys know the psychology behind like slot machines, right? Where uh, it's much more addictive to only get a reward sometimes versus all the time, right? And yeah, but... I think maybe there's something about the feeling of, you know, like there's a bit of uncertainty. Like you're not sure if you're if you're gonna get it or it's not. Really no, no, no. I no. guess, but like the, all. Let me if I miss a nine, let me answer this just real quick. The, <laughs> yeah, re yeah. the the switch between the RNG, there is still RNG, and that's trying to figure out how you get to the enemy and what they're gonna do on their turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because the RNG, you don't know what they'll do, but you do know they can hit you. If they attack you, they will hit you, just like you yes. will hit them. There isn't an RNG, a full RNG in that game. You will hit. So it's like... You will, yeah. because yes. Dude, because it's a gun. It's like... Yeah. It, and these are... And they're, they're, they're good warriors. at their job. They're, and like, they're good at their job. Just... So it's, and some of them are guided <laughs> missiles. Like, at, when is like... I mean, I get that a guided missile occasionally misses, but it's like... Talk to the people who are dead from them. It's very rare. Usually, I, I, the, the thing is, like in XCOM, if I miss a ninety percent shot, I'm reloading that motherfucker, dude. I'm reloading that motherfucker. You and mean the game, right? Not yeah, in the, the game. Yeah, like I'm no, not reloading the weapon. Yeah, like I'm quick loading uh, and trying that shot again because it's like it's bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not fucking right it's in front of this dude with a shotgun. Absorb your mistakes and disadventures. But it, here's something? the thing: it's not. I mean, and I get that, but I don't think. Um, I think if it was a ragtag group of people, that might make sense. But when you start getting superheroes and warriors and you're, and, and they they're one foot shooting. away from somebody with the gun <laughs> rubbing their yeah, face, yeah. and you can see the animation where the gun goes into their face and they fire 99% chance and it misses completely, you're just like, hmm. It's the same thing yeah. with like dialogue checks, like skill checks. Like uh, I like how Outer Worlds does it because it's like, okay, if you have 10 charisma, you're going to be able to do this. So it's not a percentage where it's like, oh, you might fail it. Just we don't know. You know, you're have, have you done Warhammer, and... Johnny? Yeah. Have you done this Warhammer no. game? Uh, no, not yet. I want to no, hear back one, when you've done this because I have a feeling okay. you will understand what I mean when you play it and realize the tactical 
feeling this game adds well beyond any other because the tactic is now getting into the proper spot, getting out of the way where an enemy might be able to get you, understanding that, for example, this is one of the first games where the distance really matters in Overwatch. They even tell you, they're Mm. like, watch out, because Overwatch has a much shorter distance than an enemy can fire. So you might do Overwatch, and if they stop outside Overwatch, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that's not what I was hoping for. So you have to get your Overwatch to basically be at an angle so that the only way they can fire is to get into that Overwatch. You know, I like it's, that because it was so autopilot with so XCOM. It's just like Overwatch, Overwatch, Overwatch. And dude, they get powers that are hilarious. They're like Sonic. Like one of the guys gets a power that basically just turns into the Altered Beast arrow and just like rams through people. He's just like, fuck it. And you can add power to all your guns your swords by using psychic force but if you do you increase the warp because enemies Mm -hmm. the chaos is always watching and if it gets too high then it fucks up the world nurgle rot will which is nurgle's one of the gods god of pestilence in that world it'll like throw down acid on the ground or it'll make a dude genetically like grow shit um become harder to damn it's it's a tip for tap man you so the risk is in a different spot it's in a different spot right um jordan do you play any of these uh no i tried getting into xcom a couple of times and did like it just isn't a genre i played a ton of um are you more rts real time or 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 just not that yeah just not that i would say yeah i like xcom and tactics i think what got me into it a lot was like the newest fire emblem one i got really into that one Mm. it was like (laughs) three houses okay i like actually do like tactics type gameplay now yeah Yeah. and then i was like oh maybe i'll return to xcom and everything and now hearing about this like i've done a little bit of miniatures in the past but not a ton um, but I like the like Warhammer universe and everything. Yeah. And so I've been waiting for like a, a super good game to come out again. Do you think, Jordan, we talked about this either last podcast or the podcast before. Do you think sometimes it's just the fantasy? Of, because some people like sci-fi but don't like Westerns. So when I was trying to sell people on Weird West, they were like, eh, I'm not into Westerns. And so do you think maybe it's also the XCOM just timeline and like modernization? Like, are you just not into those weapons? Are you not into the paranormal? Because that's, well, it's not paranormal. It's aliens, isn't it? Um, like, d- is, d- is that also what pushed you away, the fiction, or is it truly just, like, the tit-for-tat movement that normally got you? And maybe Fire Emblem was fantasy, is what I was getting Yeah, to. I think, maybe maybe not even realizing it, that is what it was, because I think, yeah, I mean, in all the personal works I do, like, fantasy is my first go-to, yeah. and sci-fi follows it second, but, so, it's probably that, as soon as you throw, like, monsters and, like, dudes with huge shoulder pads that, you know, yeah, gun, you like, bounce off of it, right? sword. And yeah. if there's a sword. Oh, is there a sword? You, you got me. Like, okay, gotcha. If there's a sword, you got me. <laughs> gotcha. I think a lot of people don't know, but that is their, like, you know, that is their thing where it's like, oh, the genre may fit, but then the fantasy doesn't. Whatever, whatever modernization or supernatural or paranormal. Um, so, yeah. So playing, playing that, playing Warhammer, that's the it for me. People in chat, we got some super chats here. I'm going to read them real quick. People in chat have been playing. Just a quick uh, recommendation for Apsy because you mentioned not, having seen any 40k games but if, if you like this one i think you'll like um dawn of war 2 it isn't uh, i heard it's like one but, of the um, good ones yeah it's it's really good it's like they they turned it into like an action rpg um, oh nice quite nice so looking here a lot of people playing vampire blood hunt a lot of people playing that vampire blood hunt i, I bounced off of just because i think the three person uh hero shooter thing is i'm just a little bit out of it right now i'm gonna try to go back i think it's a good I think it's a good game, I, and a lot of people are digging it. It looks fun. I got to talk to Ocelot uh, Carlos um, from G2 because I think he might like it um, and see and see what he's liking. 
Uh, Carrie says, also finished Mass Effect 1 on the Legendary Edition and started 2. Forgot how much better Mass Effect 2 mission. Still love the story in 1. Get out of here. Mass Playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Is that like a, were you threatened with your life to play that game? <laughs> I was going to say. Joking, just joking. Terminator Resistance. Uh, let's see. Um, I preferred the way Phoenix Point did combat. Interesting, man. Phoenix Point, I was, that was hard for me to get into. Emerald Celestial, five pound super chat. He said, whoops, I forgot the message. All right, I'll, I'll look. If I miss your message, you can post it again. You missed it. Somebody says, waiting for Space Marine 2. So am I. I can't wait. That game, yeah. Space Marine 2 is going to be exciting. Uh, DCRU Seeds, $50 super chat. Enjoy the glitter-covered money. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. You as well. Also, if you guys get a chance, check out some of his videos. He just released a video on Halo Season 2 and uh, and um, his disappointment. I'll just say that. Disappointment. I've been playing Wild at Heart. Somebody says, Brett Moore, $5 Super Chat. Always amazes me how far gaming cultures come. Nice to have a place we nerds can meet and talk. Cheers, guys. Yeah, remember? Nerds used to sit at the cafe alone, and when they talked, jocks would beat them up. Now, jocks are nerds. Nerds are jocks. A melting, it's a melting pot of nerddom. Uh, beginning Dragon Quest XI. What's that? 11? 10? 9? 11. 11, yeah. Sorry, there's one where it goes, uh, I feel like it goes backwards and I'm all, I always mess it up. Yes. Judge, it's the right? IX is no. 9. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, d judgment, playing ju dude, Judgment's so good. Um, I'm thinking he means the Yakuza ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Judgment. reminds me. I'm also playing Yakuza 3 right now. Ooh. Yes, dude. Yes, dude, 3 is awesome. So good. I'm loving 3 so far. It's really yeah, good. 3 is great. I played all of them in like in a row. <laughs> so I, I love those games. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I've been on the Project Wingman Ace Combat 7. Uh, Emerald Celestial. I just wanted to say I can't afford the patron and stuff, but I love your content in the pod. You guys rock. Thank you very much. Yeah, man, you know, patron sucks, but uh, you know, got to have it these days. I apologize for that, but thank you for showing up for the free content here. We try to make sure we cover everything, even stuff we've done in reviews. So moving on from there, let's do one news thing, and then we'll answer a couple questions uh, because we always put questions at the end. Let's go with news. Stargate. I want to talk about this. Oh, so yes. I can't. What? Well, I just said prior to the podcast starting, I hate anonymous sources, but I'm just going to say this one because say I'm it. excited about it. But I did... I did randomly in just random discussions with two or three people pretty pretty big in the industry, and I was saying the games I wanted. And I was like, I would love a Star Trek. We already know we're getting Star Trek Factions. Is that the one? That's the um, Telltale-style one that's coming out that doesn't have a lot of combat. That looks great. But I mentioned Star Trek and Stargate, and all three of them stated, prepare to be happy. Stargate in some way. one Yeah, so... But Star Trek was already announced when I said that. So I'm thinking it is Stargate. I hope so. Some kind. I've wanted a Stargate game like for since forever. They showed one a while ago. Um, Stargate something. They I used to have the box sets and with yeah, the where you, eight where you could fly, they were talking about an MMO as well where you can go through the gates. And go there was an the MMO. Yeah, he was yeah. in the beta. Yeah. Reg was in the there beta. There was that, yeah. and there was one where you literally play as the SG one team, and it was like an action. Let's just do uh, it. First person shooter. We'll talk about a game that makes its own content. 
I mean, that just go to a different world every, like, have them add worlds yeah. in. Like, and, and I hope they do it, like, because um, in the episodic, in the episodes, each episode was a different story, right? You'd go, yeah. yeah, each world had its own, like, issues and conflicts. So that would be cool in a game where it's just continuously, like, oh, you go, there's a new world now, and they have their own conflict, and you go there and solve it. I Jordan, are you a Star Trek or Stargate fan? Uh, honestly, I haven't really gotten into either one. I've never watched any Stargate, not for any particular reason. I should love it. And like, but I just have, yeah, for whatever reason, it holds up. It and then Star Trek well. is one of those things where it's like, I know people like start here, start there, but there's just like so much of it and it feels yep. overwhelming a bit. So it's yep. like, it's like when, like, I can't get into one piece at this point. Right. Cause there's like 900 episodes. And I'm right. just like, I, if I, I can't start now, it's too much of an undertaking, even though I really want to, yeah. it's kind of the same thing with Star Trek. You know what has been working for me, dude, is um, because I agree, like, and and because I do binge, so I know that if I do like something, I will watch it all, which then is exactly an issue. what I've been doing is checking summaries out, big time. So like, if I want to jump into, because I'm not into comics, but some comics I'm into, a very weird issue with me. So what I'll do is if I like an idea for a comic series, I'll go to like the summary of the prior stuff read the summary mm. and then jump in just to that. And it's actually worked out quite well where I'm like, I read the summary. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's happened a couple times with game series where the old games were on, you know, SNES or whatever. And I didn't have, I'm not going to go back and play one of those old, you know, games, but reading a summary on it so you can jump into the new one has, has helped. But yeah, I agree with you, man. There's, there's so much for everything now. It's very hard. It's very hard to branch out when you know there's 5,000 whatever's waiting for you. And new stuff coming all the time, right? It's like, do yeah. I spend the next mm -hmm. three months on this old thing that I do want to watch or five new shows that are coming out every week, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. I, I, I for sure get that. But anyway, so that was, it's not a lot Dude, of imagine, rumor. It was just an interesting yeah. response that I got from multiple people. So I figured Like imagine out. the MMO where you could play as Gold or Replicators or Wraith. That'd be fucking sick. I wouldn't even want that. I would just want the SG-1 SG-1, SG-2, SG like SG-3. Well, imagine five, imagine Outriders, but good. Yeah, yeah. Imagine but good. that's but, the yeah, but good. You want. Yeah. Or yeah. Anthem, but good because that's those mm. games are set up in the same way. The mission format and the idea yeah. of like you naming your SG whatever numbers you want, you know, SG Blue Alpha Two or whatever, and it's like, and then imagine you know a, the game takes some of that data in and it tells you what that group has done, like they've successful successfully met four new I races. I just want to shoot P90s, they bro. Shot P90s. <laughs> yeah. P90s. Jesus, what a shit. Dude, I, they made me love that. I know. I, I know, know you did because it looked futuristic, but come on, man. No, no, no. I'm Not because they, just because I've been so accustomed to watching them shoot them in the show that any game with P90s, I'm like, I'm going, I'm, I'm role-playing O'Neal, dude. I'm <laughs> shooting people with P90s. I don't give a fuck. You know, so. Such an ugly-ass gun. So ugly. <laughs> massive so hey ugly. man i had a massive mag though you no i had a massive mag and it wasn't a bullpup which if anybody in the mm. military tells you like a bullpup they're lying because bullpups mm. are ridiculous to reload that one wasn't but it, it had other issues feeding was one of them but it's it is i mean people still use it it's just i don't know it's so it's such a weird looking gun but it is yeah i think that's why they chose it right they were like let's yeah. we don't want them going in with you know m4s and stuff let's just Let's just and then Tilk starts using it. He he gets rid yeah, of his staff. Yeah, gets rid of his staff that shoots one time every 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what the hell they did, but they kept doing that. And it's like he's bound, mm -hmm. you know, he's ignoring bullets and shit, and then he fucking blows people away. It's like you would see that guy. Most enemies would see that guy. And be Remember like, Take him when out. they 
they introduced the zap gun that it can disappear objects in the first couple seasons, but then they never did it ever again. I do not remember that gun, but that gun's overpowered. That's an OP destiny gun <laughs> that, is that OP, gets vaulted, yeah. right? Vaulted. You shoot one person like four times and they're supposed to get like just disappear from the Oh, face like of a, a, uh, a phaser. Uh, uh, the Klingons yeah. had the disintegrator or whatever where like they yeah. shot you. And just... It's like one is stun, two is kill, and then three is like disappear or something. Um that was the that is a the zat gun. That is a that is a that is an assassin weapon. If killing's not enough, we're gonna disappear your body into yep. the ether. I was that, gonna say that's a that's a st- <laughs> what might as well just four be torture. It just right. really hurts forever. <laughs> it's just yeah, forever. Yeah. You're just always in pain. Uh, let's see. Can't wait for an inevitable art- article about leaker ACG leaking Stargate oh, game. Yeah, true, true. I, I'll probably be Kotaku, on Reddit. Where you at? <laughs> All right, moving on from there. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. Johnny, let's do this. Or everybody. Trek to Yomi impressions. Johnny goes first. Go for it. So uh, so I'm, a, I'm only a few hours in, so this is kind of early impressions. But uh, but I, I'm glad I watched your review and a couple other reviews. Are you glad that you can't... watched my review? Mine? Shut up, yeah, don't... specifically. Yeah. Spe- Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. Um, it helped me frame what to expect from the game yeah which is not tight combat right so i was ready for a kind of like a little jank unresponsive a, a bit yeah. jank right uh and i was okay with it and i i think you kind of nailed like how you talked about the presentation and um you know a lot of people have made comparisons with ghost of tsushima and their like black and white mode and yeah. stuff like that and that didn't work well, right? Like we <laughs> right. talked about it in the podcast. Yeah, like was bad... you know, it was cool for five minutes, mm-hmm. but then you find yourself switching back to full color and because it looked beautiful, actual, man. That game looked actual beautiful. Actual audio. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, but this game, you know, being made with that in mind really works. And they, you know, they they have like the contrast and stuff kind of dialed in in a way that really works. Yeah, they did. They did. That's a good point. And there's something about the presentation that's so like careful and deliberate you know like the camera angles and it's true that at times they are you know like they obscure some of the action uh which you kind of mentioned but um it's just so visually striking how they have these like elements in the forefront sometimes kind of blurred right like mm-hmm. the artistic blur uh and the, and then the stuff in the back and and uh, i guess it is it like a full 3d or like a Two and a half. It's a 2.5 at times, like 2. Pan- Pandemonium. D. It was one of my favorite games of all time when I was a young kid. It, it's got some Pandemonium moments where it sort of twists that camera while you're playing, you know, moves it yeah, behind and, you and does that angled thing. And in fact, I've, I'm taking it as like a super chill, uh, playing it in normal, not even wanting any challenge from the combat, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Uh, almost kind of playing through it to, you know, as an experience, as, as we say for for indie games, yeah. So very cool, man. I'm uh, and I, it happened again that I bought the game before looking, and it turns out it is on Game Pass. So you bought it? I bought it, but it's okay. You know, I'm it's a kidding. good game. I'm, yeah, I'm happy too. I think, uh, yeah. but it does happen more than more than I would like. I do that far too often too. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's become yeah. a joke with us, Jordan, where it's like we Dude. somebody buys it and then it, like two or three days later, boom. Well, it's fucking nuts. I'd buy like six games on Steam and then all of them would come to Game Pass and I'm like, Dude, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. 
Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I agree with all that, John. It's it, it definitely isn't super tight gameplay wise, but the dude, man, some of the moments when you're walking a, or a shortcut you find is just like whoa. That's and at, the more I kept playing it, the more I found another shortcut where I was like, there can't. I mean, that's a lot of modeling to do. That ignoring everything else, that's just a lot of work to put a full other shortcut. And they just kept doing it and kept doing it yeah. and kept doing it. And I think that's what really impressed me. Just there was more and more and more. I was I, I found myself interested in the story. It wasn't incredibly gripping. It's just the way they presented it. And there were a couple times where the animation, man, for a second, I was like, is that FMV? Oh, no, it's not. Like there was, there was just, especially like when he's sitting, when a game really starts and he's sitting and it zooms in on him or where they show yeah. the enemies pushing villagers and one of them pushes them. And I, I even put it in the review because for a second I was like, wait, is that real? No, it's not. It's just black and white helps hide some stuff. Yeah, it really that's does. True. It helps hide yeah. hide a little of those things. So, so you're a like couple hours Like we talk in. about like low definition uh, for porn. You know, we, d we don't want like super yeah. crisp yeah. 4K. We, we ain't ready for that. <laughs> Technology yeah. and people ain't ready for some 4K. Let me tell you that much. Uh, what about you, Abzi? You're an hour in and not enjoying it. Um, yeah, the thing is, like, when I saw trailers of it, um, I, I want, with samurai games, I just love samurai combat. Like, I like deflecting with my own sword and hitting. Like, I love Ghost of Tsushima. I love Sekiro. Um, so when I saw a trailer for that game, I was, like, super hyped because I just love that type of combat. And when it didn't feel good, I kind of just lost interest. You know what I mean? Fair enough. I know the presentation is great and everything's good. I just, I, I really just wanted good samurai 2d combat um uh but yeah maybe i'll play more of it and like it for other reasons but for me i think like combat is very important to me yeah yeah i get i get that anybody else should have watched the review bro it's, it's still even then like i i just i i just want the combat yeah so uh anybody else play it no so for anybody else getting it i'll give it a go because it's on game pass so might as well right yeah yeah might as well check it out for sure ACG, it's a bit scummy when you announce the delay for the day before, six weeks before release, don't you think? I don't think I understand that comment. I don't know what he's talking about. Apparently the day before just announced it got delayed and it was supposed to come out in June of this year. And now it's like 2023 some point. Which game? Gummy? The day before. It's like the one that's like. Oh, yeah. The, oh. The, yeah. Oh. Do I think that's scummy? No, I think like, that's the fucking way you should. Like, if the game's not ready, delay it. What the hell? No, I don't think it's scummy. If that's the game you're talking about, hell no. Hell no. No. Well, they announced the delay delay a day before the game came out? or No, it's supposed to be in June. Oh, okay. Then that's so, like, just... six weeks, and now it's coming out March 2023. The, the reason oh. why it's confusing is because the game is called The Day Before. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like, you it's delayed six... the day before. I mean, I would agree. Six weeks I would ago, agree. If they delayed it the day of or yeah. the day before, yeah. that's kind of scummy. But I yeah. mean, like, it's six weeks away. I don't know. Yeah, it's not yeah. actually the day before. Yeah, the day before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got so confused with that question. And I guess plus, they're going plus to reading Unreal 5. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're also delaying it to a switch to Unreal 5, too. So A lot I mean, of games are switching I mean, to Unreal oh, 5. Oh, dude. I told, what did I a say? Lot. Two weeks ago. Avowed I said, even. prepare. I know. Because I, yes. this is one of the things I'd heard was I was like, prepare to see huge games announce Unreal 5. Five. It will for sure be a thing, because like mm -hmm. everybody I'm talking to is like we're switching. Yeah, like Avowed right now they're hiring on um, what's that app called LinkedIn, and they like Unreal Five people with experience or whatever the fuck. So that's pretty pretty neat, dude. It, it, 
hey man, if it may, helps you make your games, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for like get to the point to where a, a creator can create easier. And we already have issues, even like writers. All you need is a pen and paper, and people still have issues writing a book. And that's not talent. It can be life and stresses. I would like games to not be that easy, but to be to the point to where you're not sitting there mired in tech issues all the time, you know? And we see that a lot, man. Oh, it's just not ready. We're going to need another six months. And so if we can get to a point where it's, it's easier for people, I just don't see why you wouldn't be. I don't see why. You get 500 people making a game. The game comes out, and if it's bad, it never recovers. That's pretty... That's pretty crazy when you think about mm. it. Like there, there, because of all of the tech issues. So it's like let's let's fix that up. Hey man, real time global illumination, give it to me without the need for RT. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> let's, let's well, I mean, it. yeah, that is a, a bonus, but there still already was that in some engines. I mean, I know, I yeah, know that that's a big deal, but I think Nanite's probably the. It's best. just the ease of. Oh yeah, Nanite is gonna be huge for performance. Um, do you now. ever, as a writer, Jordan? Do you ever find and. You cannot answer this if you do. You ever find yourself, or have you ever felt found yourself stymied by the tech for some reason? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, every studio has their own like writing software, the way they do things, and a lot of it is like pretty janky. Primitive, and, like, you know. It's not like oh, we built it from the ground up to be great for writers, sort of thing. It's just like <laughs> this is what right. we had, and right. we kind of like fashioned it together. So it's not Excel, but get in there and do your thing. Uh, so you kind of get used to it, but yeah, unfortunately, like at a lot of places, a lot of time is spent because it's just like, can't get the file to go in or like just something is wrong with the in tech because it wasn't meant to do what it's now fashioned to do. As a, as somebody who's worked on some pretty big games, people can check his Twitter, but you know, you, for a little while we're doing the KOTOR remake, but you've also done Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I actually, one of my favorite Assassin's Creed's of all time. Yeah. Um, is there any, is there any particular one that struck you as very good? Is there any anywhere you were like this? Maybe not perfect, but robust. The actually the one for Odyssey was because they did build it from the ground up specifically for the game. Being like, okay, this is the first game where we're doing the like you know choice like big choices mm -hmm. and like choices. branching dialogue. Mm -hmm. So they had the tools team build it up. Be like, this is what we want, and it was it was great. Saved so much time. It was basically you know just like a big final draft thing in the center, and then to the left you could just like drag and drop stuff. You could build it out with diagrams. It was great That's, so that is man, the best one yeah there's some choices that were uh, obviously off the gate where you have to decide between saving the family or uh letting the plague spread was awesome i think the whole mykonos side story was just mm. incredible like it felt like i was playing an old school rpg with like the branching dialogue and the 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 quests that kept like carrying on um well uh, dude you get, there arcs. was a quest maker in that game yeah, Remember was, for yeah. players, I had people hunt mm -hmm. down the ACG podcast in, and it was <laughs> it was so easy to make that mission. It was mm -hmm. like, which frustrates me. Valhalla doesn't seem to have it, but I, I could be wrong on that. But it didn't it didn't sound like it was that that was going to be in Valhalla. But uh, the ability for a player, to, you could put down quest markers, you could put down people, you could choose models, you could do, and you could do it quite easily and quickly was just like damn this is this is awesome and, and to see like it had tangible effects like saving i saved the family early and then later on the whole island got fucking plagued mm. and i was like oh yeah. well <laughs> shit yeah so did you write yeah, most really... <clears throat> can you talk about who or what you were engaged in with odyssey oh yeah uh i did me i most of my stuff was in athens which mm -hmm. was like you know you go back to it like three times in the game so a lot of mm -hmm. my stuff was that yeah. uh, i did the like 
Socrates quest line, like his personal oh, line. Oh, shit. Alcibiades. dude, that was good. A good chunk of that one. That, that cool. one was great. Is uh, it when you when you can have like th- a threesome um, in the which quest? Which one? <laughs> which, which time? Which, which one? Two, yeah. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was basically yeah, with him. It was just like, how many, how many times honest. can we uh, get you to have sex with him? Right. Did you? The best one, sorry, sorry. But the best one was when you had sex with this dude's wife for like a week straight. (laughs) He's like, Are you done yet? I'm like, Yeah, dude, she's all yours. There's such a weird game in in those moments, man. Because, like, you guys know me, I'm not much for relationships or sexual stuff in games. Most of the time, I'm like, I'm a hero. I'm supposed to be saving people. I can fuck later. But Mm -hmm. that game, there was a lot of goofiness, which helped. There was a lot of like, weirdness which actually yeah. i buy into i, can I mean buy dude into it was ancient man. greece everyone well fucked, i know but yeah exactly and that's sort of why yeah. i bought into it um yeah. so when writing for these when do you find do you find are you usually given a, a freedom of like hey man you're gonna be in athens you're gonna be able to create you're gonna be able to write some some missions just go for it or do they say like we want three attack missions three uh rpg style how do how do you Mm. how does that go uh so usually you have like the critical path which is obviously all the main story that the player like has to do right those ones are more usually like directors and stuff will have it planned out so they'll be like this is you know we have to hit these beats and everything like that um but whereas like like you were saying a lot of the goofiness is in like the side missions you can have a lot more fun with those and usually with that it's like you know you're gonna be in athens uh and then like you know the writers would sit down with the quest designers and we'd just brainstorm stuff out and pitch it to the directors be like this is what we want to do so they weren't like dictating you need this many this type of gameplay here for this reason for the side quest or anything it was really you know come up with something and pitch it and get feedback and just keep going so that's why a lot of the side quests are more silly and fun like that's one of the reasons why i love the yakuza games right it's like the main story is so serious and so good yeah. and yeah. Then the side quests are just the most ridiculous things ever and it yes, works too. somehow it, they, it works so well i think it adds fun back into a game because yeah, uh, yes. I'll tell you a game that I think we all agree, but um, while I like the game a lot, GTA uh, 4 went away mm. from the goofiness. And so while people like Nico, a lot of people do, and a lot of people like that more direness, no matter what fun I had, it was always, there just wasn't enough. There was, it, like, it, they, it, it just didn't extend enough for me to be like, okay, you know, I'm sort of enjoying this, uh, these Agreed. side things versus the golden path of the main thing. And so a game that sort of understands, and then you can, if you don't like it, it's no issue. You just do the main story and it's, it's, and there's serious quests for sure in all those games, but yeah, it's definitely enjoyable. To see. I have a question to us. Oh, well, go ahead. Let's, let's open it up. It does raise the issue a bit because you mentioned the branching stuff, which I fit, would imagine is one of the most significant challenges for, for a writer, because that is, that is one of the, areas where sometimes odyssey is really good but also sometimes it falters a little bit like like for instance the the legacy of the first blade content that i just completed um like as a as a sort of um isolated story it's Mm. it's good um but as a sort of part of the tapestry of of odyssey itself it sort of falls a little short because all of a sudden you have like why is my family not here like why why are why is mirini not involved in the fact that i ha- she has a grandchild now like like all, all of these things that are sort of should be in, in integral to to that particular plot are suddenly not part of it because mm-hmm. it has to be available to the player from from the very beginning like that it's a design decision that's made so could you talk to like the challenges of writing that maybe or yeah uh i think the 
a little bit. The only DLC I did was, I think some of the, like they, they started doing like the free quest lines that they were putting out like every six weeks or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, so like, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think I did like one Hippocrates one and then the Socrates one where it's like, he's, you know, locked up in jail and you have to go like talk to his wife and stuff like that. Um, but like the main DLCs and also there's so many people working on these games from other studios. Yeah. It's like, I think that DLC was done mostly by a completely different studio, but we were, you know, it's, I don't even know who worked on a lot of the stuff because there was just like right. seven studios, like hundreds of people or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things, I guess, where, you know, directors know what they want to do. And so you make the choice of like, this is going to be more separate versus ones where it's like, yeah, you completed the game. Those choices carry over even to the DLC. And I guess it's just one of those things you have to decide, like, are we going to do that or not? Uh, I guess they choose not. Sometimes. I think I would rather have it, um, the dissonance between the story versus holding off till the beating it. Because mm. that, that has happened a couple times. I think we were doing the Surge 2, right, Johnny? Isn't the Surge 2 the one with the DLC that's like a bit yes. into the game? And a lot of people, like, you're just like, oh, God, really? I gotta like yeah. I gotta get to that point. So to that yeah, point, it's probably always a trade-off of deciding like how you want new gamers to experience it. True, and that's why Far Cry, they just say fuck it, we're gonna go to a spirit world. You know, totally like separate. the the three yeah. antagonists, they're just like, dude, this is your it's 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 just nuts. It's not yeah, not connected, and those work pretty well, even though they're bad. Most of them are bad. Not all of them. Most of them are bad. Um, Reg, did you finish Odyssey? Yes. Yes, I did. You did finish Odyssey. Do you remember how many hours yep. you had in that game? I let's say over a hundred, right? A million. <laughs> would you say over a hundred? No, I would say maybe a little bit below hundred, but I'm okay. Not sure. But I would say I would say it's very possible to do a hundred. So my question for yes. Jordan is this: Yeah, I had one hundred and fifty. Do you guys ever? Does that ever come up in discussions? Does it hmm. ever come up in discussions where people are like? Well, okay, first of all, let's say you're there and people are surprised at the amount of hours. Does that ever come up? But what I mean is game those games in particular, let's be honest, they're huge. Now, I know a lot of people have issues with it. They'll be like, that's too much game. I've never, sorry, that doesn't, com that doesn't compute for me. Because I'm like, 60 bucks if you're enjoying it, even if I didn't, if you're enjoying it, that's amazing for you. You keep playing. You can still beat it quicker. You can still do main path quicker, but or more mm. quickly, I'm sorry. Do you ever, does that ever pop up even amongst yourselves? Do you ever laugh to yourself and go like, holy shit, this is like, this game's like 150 hours or, or is it, is it shocking to you? Is it, does time ever come up in the discussions? Yeah. And I think really early on, I mean, at least on most projects, there's a, you know, the idea of how long do we want this experience to be right? Like, is okay. it a, just okay. a 10 hour straightforward game? Is it mm -hmm. like 30? Do we want it to be 80 to hundred hours? Um, so I know like there was probably discussions about that one, you know, early on to be like, okay, we're big open world, gonna make a huge, huge, you know, ancient Greece. Uh, we want it to be 80 to 100, 220 to 150, you know, whatever that is. Um, that's, I would say, always in the discussion, at least somewhat to be like, where do we want to kind of hit? And then, you know, as production goes on, you, do we have the manpower? Do we have the budget? Can we hit the date and still get that? What's getting cut? What's not sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's crazy sometimes looking back on it and being like, I can't believe there's that much, you know, content in the game or yeah. like how big it actually is, you know, uh, like I think that, you know, worlds can get too big when you like spend too much time traveling. It's like, I kind of just want to get to the next the quest, world, you know, is too big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like shrink it by 30%, but still the same amount of content. I'd rather be a bit more like compact, but that's just me. You know, some people like the 
riding a horse for you know 10 yeah some minutes, people it's the journey good. right some people yeah, it's and not. that's you know that's that's cool too so um uh super chat real quick benjamin ten dollar super chat he's got a rhinoceros riding an office chair i think that's a that's not a rhinoceros that's a hippo that's a, a hippo. hippo how dare i get right. hippos and rhinoceros? man somebody's pissed. also i i I looked at the hours. I have 106 hours that eh. was with the DLC. With the, oh, Atlantis? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think the base game took me 120 to 30 hours. 130 hours, I would say. Yeah. Fun. Uh, somebody else just hit a... Uh, I'm reading these. Listen to these, guys. 160, 215, 215. So wow. here's the thing. Uh, there is some travel in that game, but because of fast travel, that's in many ways, that's mitigated. To mm. me, mm -hmm. if somebody got 215 hours out of a game, as long as they're not one of those weirdos who's like a sadomasochist, who's like, I hated every minute and goes, writes a Steam review, <laughs> and is like, I hated 215 hours of this game, and you're like, what are you doing with your life? If mm. they're not that kind of person, to me, that's the best part of gaming. The best part mm. of gaming is that somebody who doesn't have a lot of money can spend, and if they like an Assassin's Creed game, they can spend 60, even if they don't beat it. That's another thing. I think a lot of people are like, we know people don't beat games. We know. Right. There multiple people have been like, dude, the achievement thing for this is like fucking 2%. Yeah. But did you get your $60? Did you get $200 out of that? At 215 hours, my assumption is that person, even if you say 80% of that they enjoyed, that's 90 hours. My math is, I'm sure, hedgy on that. 95 hours. It's awesome. That's To yeah. me, that's fantastic. Like, I dig it, man. I've got 2017 hour what? butterfly. Check Probably. your math, man. No, you said I, you've I got 2000. You've got 2017 hours. I'm pretty sure you mean 217. Jesus. 2000. Well, okay. That could be if he I mean, made quests the mission, or mission, yeah, the mission generator. The mission generator. Well, he's saying origins. It's not even Odyssey. Oh. So there is no mission yeah. generator for that one. Man, Questionable. We'll, we'll we'll say we're skeptical, but uh, good on you. I mean, I I'm just skeptical if that person like needs me okay? to buy him a game. Like, <laughs> post an emoji if you need help. Yeah. Yes, my brain stopped for a second. Yeah, my brain stopped. Okay. Yeah. He... But anyway, yeah, it's it, it's interesting to see these games come out and how long they are and stuff. And, yeah. and it's always cool to have a writer come in because a lot of times you have a musician come in, they yeah. have a completely different track. For how they, which is where I started, was a lot of composer discussions because I'm huge into music and games. But they have a different track. Voice actors have come in and they have a completely different track. And so, getting a writer in who understands that starting is awesome to me. Of that, that somebody did does have that discussion and says, "Yeah, we want this game to be a hundred hours." It's like, well, hundred good hours or a hundred hours, because that's, you know, that's yeah. also, you know, I always wonder. Maybe you can answer this, uh, Jordan. Like, how much stuff gets cut? from your right cuz you you probably write a bunch of stuff that never makes it to the end product. Mm -hmm. Like how, how's that for you? Do you have any control over it? Is it a lot that gets Yeah, cut? can you can you volley for one you really like? Uh depending, yeah, if it's straight up just like we know that the other teams aren't going to be able to like get this put together, then mm -hmm. you know, there's nothing you can do about that. Right. Um but you know, there's times where it's like, okay, can we like definitely keep this one but like maybe cut one from somewhere else that i was going to do you know so like i'd rather have this quest here than do the other one later like to kind of steal it from over there and that can be doable um but it's it's different every time gotcha everybody in chat i want to know the most you have in a game somebody's posting three thousand hours four thousand hours this is probably league of legends kind of stuff 
thousand hours in Monster Hunter World makes sense. I'm not a big fan of Monster Hunter World, I can but see that. you can see I've got two thousand in Borderlands Three. Makes sense, except it's three and not two because three was just didn't didn't hit as well. But uh, I, those some of these games make sense, man. You don't need to post your MMO, guys. Like we know, <laughs> like that that shit's ridiculous. Um, six 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 in PUBG Spooner. What's up, buddy? Sixty three hundred hours in Dota Two. Oh yeah, I, I I don't even know how much I have in League. Probably over ten thousand hours. I've been playing out for like nine years or something. Yeah. Oh god, then yeah, yeah. Is that not that's seven hundred in Skyrim? Absolutely. Do you play currently? Uh, just Arams, <laughs> but I debated. You just debated. burned Johnny's interest, bro. Do you want me to yep. carry you to bro. to platinum or or diamond? <laughs> 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 um, I have a question though. Um, you said you also worked on like Ghost Shima, right? Mm -hmm. Like you moved. Um, was there any like a fundamental differences that you had to get accustomed to moving from a game like I know they're kind mm -hmm. of similar in a way, but moving from a game like Assassin's Creed to to Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, uh, for sure. Just because like size of the team was so much smaller right yeah like, right i think yeah. by the time odyssey launched in the quebec studio we had in that studio like 400 to 500 people i think when it was like at its most and then there were still other studios helping out yeah um whereas i think when i was at sucker punch and i was only there for the last like eight or nine months of development so i just like came in kind of at the end mm -hmm. um was 150 or something like that or under gotcha. 150 so it's just like it's just you know you don't have as much time to get things done so you know it is more limited and you have to make the decisions i think which can be good which is like what is the the great content that we're going to keep here because we don't need to fill as much as big of a world you know it was still a big world but nowhere near like what odyssey oh was. content wise yeah like the, the amount of quests and stuff nowhere near um odyssey for sure yeah, yeah. but think... yeah so it's it's yeah. oh go ahead Continue. oh no i was gonna say so yeah it's, it's going from that big of a game to a big one but slightly smaller uh, or much larger or much smaller team, sorry, uh, was, yeah, weird, I guess, just because you're used to being like, oh, yeah, we, we need 75 quests done by, you know, X. And now it was like, we need six. And you're just like, oh, that's a lot nicer, you know? Mm. <laughs> Dates are tighter, but much less content to actually do. So you feel like you can spend more time on it in some ways. Um, do you think you can massage the edge out of a quest if you work on it too long? Like, do you yeah. ever find yourself sort of, sort of in a, in a way, like, I don't know what the term would be, but like, I, I have just felt that like, sometimes when I hear somebody's got a long time to write something or whatever, you get the mm. George R. R. Martin thing, where it's just, it either takes forever or when it comes out, like I, some games in particular, I've noticed just don't really have an edge in some of their quests or mm. everything sounds like it's delivered from the same person instead of that particular character. Have you ever, right. have you ever ha run into that or is that not a thing? Uh, I think for the most part for writers, usually it's the other way where it's like, we're always short on time sort of thing. And, okay, uh, jumping. We're also so early on in the process because it's like, we have to get it done. It has to be handed to, you know, the mission designers have to get it in. Then it has to go to localization, which is huge and oh, get voice right. recorded. Yeah, so like true. where the writers are super, super busy on a project, other teams are kind of just like chilling. Right. And then okay, it'll get sense. like near the end of a project. And we're, you know, for the last like three, four months of a project where writers are kind of doing nothing or working on the next thing or just yeah. like, upping our skills because we already did our heavy lifting earlier because we had to right okay yeah i hadn't even thought about that we got some super chats kel five dollar uh super chat keeping the lights on thank you very much guys for the super chats another five from him a question for jordan i was wondering if he could remark on if or how his writing helps to shape gameplay and mechanics has is there any input from your writing that mm. you've seen in some kind of mechanic or in the way something's been done in a game I think a lot of it is 
maybe not necessarily the writing itself helped shape it, but a lot of times, you know, collaboration is huge on projects. So like very often you're talking with the people who are in charge of gameplay and coming up with like, okay, here's the story that we would be cool to tell here. What kind of gameplay would like work well with it? So you try to do that as much as possible. So it doesn't feel like the narrative and gameplay are super divorced from one another. Uh, so, you know, it's not that the writing necessarily informs the gameplay, but you just try to make it mesh as well as possible. So it feels like, oh yeah, these were obviously done in tandem and not the story was written first and the mission was written around it or what happens way more often, which is the design is completely done, wrap some narrative around it now. How do you do, um, you said improve skills. I don't know if that's what, if you meant what I'm going to ask, but I want to ask, um, does that mean like, uh, of all, uh, like, what does that mean? Does that mean literally writing more to improve writing? What does that mean? Yeah, a lot of just like writing more, looking at where you're, you know, weak at with the other writers and stuff, getting like way more feedback. Wow. Kind of just like doing weird sort of things. So like, uh, you know, there's stuff that we did on like other exercises projects. almost, would we yeah, say? Yeah, basically, or, yeah. Or no kind shit. of like no hone right? okay. the craft sort of thing while uh -huh. you're in off season, you know, uh, just to keep yourself fresh. So that way when the next project does start, it's not like, I have to remember how to write again. And you're always just like, oh, I, I learned in between projects. That's interesting. I, I mean, obviously, I assumed that kind of stuff was happening, but I didn't know if it was a, uh, you know, and it, probably from the musical side where a lot of the composers I talk to or or sample guys, audio is still sort of treated like a redheaded stepchild a lot of times, right? It, and so they don't get those times a lot of times. Mm. But I wasn't even thinking about growth and, and the honest truth is i we think i think a lot of us think that the writing in a lot of games is not great and so because it's difficult to write i've talked about this a hundred times it's not always just the writers it's that you have to fit things into us you have to like drop certain words so a person knows where to go and it may not make everything flow right but yeah. the idea of you guys getting together and saying we're gonna make a make a weird character do this do an exercise that to me is fascinating because I just feel that nobody talks about that kind of stuff. And to be honest, I, I don't know if I've ever thought that you guys would, that anybody would do that. Like that's the first time yeah. that's ever come up. That's, that's fascinating, man. I, do you find that that support obviously is from the bigger companies because they have the budget and manpower, or did you find that pretty much everywhere? Or is it just because of your, like you said, the steps you were taking, you have some dead time. It just becomes a thing. Yeah. I think it's, it's dependent on studio. Like if, you know, the, a second project is already in the works and it's like, okay, we can just move the writers onto that right away. Right. Then you don't have the time for that. But yeah, I mean, I've been, at least at two of the studios I've been at, there's been those lulls and it's been like, okay, let's fill it with something that's worthwhile. So we're not just like sitting at our desk and doing absolutely nothing. Um, so I think it just depends on, you know, really the leads and, or whoever just being like, Hey, we should do this. Proactive and on just, it. Yeah. Get better at writing so that, you know, we're fresh. I never asked you this uh, degree for writing. Did you go to school for writing? I never asked you, huh? Yeah, I got a degree. So my degree is uh, in English with a creative writing uh, like focus, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot of, you know, fiction writing, screenplay writing courses and stuff like that. Uh, had no idea what I wanted to do with it. It was just, I was in my right. sophomore year and it was at that point where it was like, you have to pick a major. And I was like, I don't know, I'll pick this. And thankfully it worked out because if I didn't get into game writing, I, I didn't want to teach or anything. So like, I had no, I have no idea what I would have done. Right. No idea where you would have taken that. A lot of people go to college and then whatever they're in is, has nothing to do. <laughs> you know, they're an engineer, yeah. but now they're suddenly working at McDonald's. 
Um, uh, we do have a super chat question uh, for you. Beast by Nature says, question for Jordan, do you have a signature phrase or detail you try to put into your works for games where someone could identify, or at least you can, that's Jordan. Do you have like a signature phrase or a, or something that you sneak in? I no, but there are there if there are moments where you can sneak something in, so at least like you know, um, or you know, hidden stuff where it's like odds are players will never ever know that it, right. it was your thing, but you know it's in there, and you can tell people like, oh yeah, that's for this reason. Um, you you do it where you can, but it it can be hard because it because may not it, fit with what every scene gets reviewed and line gets reviewed. People are gonna be like. That doesn't really fit. No. Right. You know, take, well, take well, it like if I, if I started every one of my things with sup, people would be like, right. dude, not everybody <laughs> says sup. Why is a princess saying sup? But I'd be like, eh, could you leave it in there? Yeah. That's, it's uh, one of those things where it's like, yeah. you, you want to, and it's just like, no, I got to write it in this character's voice. <laughs> Final so, boss yeah. of the game. Sup. Dude, <laughs> I would shit myself <laughs> if that happened. That That'd would be, be sick, That would be sick, honestly. But yeah, no, this is all fascinating. Because like I said, this is, I think the first time we've had like a, I think we've had one or two that did some writing because they were forced to, you know, work mm. small company where yeah. it's like, this is what I think the Vermintide guys, um, they had writers for sure. But I think sometimes everybody's doing, especially the first Vermintide, when I talked to Victor, it was a pretty small team. And so it's like, sometimes right. it's like, what should we have him say? Have him say this. And everybody just sort of jumps in. So yeah. it's fascinating to hear this from somebody. Are you? I, oh, I have a different question. Um, oh. Just you mentioned writing for Socrates for mm. for Odyssey, and so like it goes a bit to like the transition to um, to like Ghost of Tsushima that Apsi also talked about. But what what is like the challenge for writing like a historical character mm. like so Socrates and say a more fictional character like you would have done with the Ghost of Tsushima, even though that was a histor historical game? So. Sure. Yeah, I think the the hardest thing about that is that you know at least with the ancient Greek stuff and Socrates, like we have a lot of writings from it, writing, but like yeah. it's so far back that there's not a ton um but people still have an idea in their head about how a character is based on what they learned in school or what they read in you know books or like if they right. read aristotle they're like oh socrates is like x um so or people have that image yeah. in their head so you want to like try to hit that as much as possible um the good thing about odyssey was that because it was so far back and there wasn't a ton of stuff to pull from that we got to have you a bit more freedom. fun with the character yeah. and be like Okay, he's still, you know, the goal I think for uh, Socrates that one of the other writers came up with was like, you want to have a beer with him, but also punch him in the face. So we like try to hit that middle ground of like, yeah. you want to keep talking to him because he's intriguing, but also, God, he's fucking annoying, you know? But I he's love still that character. Keep doing his next quest, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Handsome Jet. Oh, I didn't know about Vermintide playing it right now. Yeah, Vermintide's good, man. You should definitely play it if you get a chance. Uh, moving on from there, I want to talk about the Call of Duty thing. So, mm -hmm. Abzi posted this news. Go ahead, go ahead and just. Why did you say it like that? Abzi posted this news. I didn't. I didn't. Fuck I didn't. that guy. I didn't. I, didn't. Um, um, I just put. Yeah, I just 3, found people? More than 3,000 people are working on the new COD. I mean, they took a year off, and that's huge for them. I wonder if they're going to change, you know, uh, fundamental things about the game. I don't know. Maybe it's just going to be the same old COD. Just, but you know, when Assassin's Creed took a year off and they came, they came out with a new type of Assassin's Creed. I wonder if they're going to do some fundamental changes like that for COD. And if you'd like to see, if people, longtime COD um, fans, uh, would like to see that, or or if they're going to whine again, like because for Assassin's Creed, everyone wanted to change. And then when they did change, people were like, well, now we want the old Assassin's Creed. What the hell happened to the old Assassin's Creed? So I wonder if we're going to get that divide of people wanting a change, but then going like, okay, well, we want the old card. So, 
you know, you're not going to please everyone, obviously, but I wonder what they're going to do with it. COD always makes me laugh as like a moniker for Call of Duty because it always just makes like me think fish. about the fish. The yeah. fish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, what do you guys think? I don't know. Like, do, is anybody here a huge COD fan? I mean, yeah, just kind of once in a while. Like, I played a ton mm-hmm. of what was it? The Modern Warfare. Was that 2019 or like the one that like what got huge? The last good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I, I got into that one. And prior to that, the last one I had played was like years and years earlier. Um, and then mm-hmm. I haven't played since that one. So it's like, I'm always down when they do new stuff, but it's risky, right? Like you were saying, you're not gonna please everyone. There's hardcore fans that will hate new stuff, but you'll pull yeah. in a lot of new fans. And so it's walking that tightrope of like, which do they want to do more right now? And it yeah, it's a hard line well, to walk. Like, yeah, It's a hard line to walk. You just don't know. Sometimes you think people are like a hive mind. And sometimes you're like, okay, well, we just can't please anybody, um, you know, but I don't know. I mean, after all the yearly COD releases, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing they did that. Um, I don't know what's going on with Activision with, you know, the Microsoft acquisition or what the hell they're they're doing, um, but it might be a good thing. We never know. Carrick just kind of threw the topic and left. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, time will tell. I mean you would think they need some kind of reboot because it does seem like they've gone sort of creatively dry a bit. Um, yeah. Just re- I mean, you can only do re- the reiterating same the same material over yeah. and over and over again, like remaking the same game now. Like yeah. we're talking about the again. modern warfare. Um, Call of Duty. Yeah. 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 So it does seem like the web creative well has sort of run dry on that. But I mean, I've, I haven't really played Call of Duty since like Call of Duty two. Um, like the World War Two. Oh, one. the old uh, old two. Like the the Ron the, yeah, yeah, super because, chat. Can't hang out for the long show. We'll catch you upload later. Have it, a good podcast. Sorry. Like the, the the modern games never really attracted me so much because I was I I had more of a pull towards like tactical shooters Same. like Arma yeah. and stuff. Arma. Escape from so, Tarkov. Yeah. Another but, super but chat. It, but that, that that wasn't really to hate on Call of Duty because mm-hmm. I know it's been very popular over the past ten years with a oh, certain God, yeah. particularly the tactical shooter. Uh, people to to really hate on uh, Call of Duty and like derisively sort of uh, perceive their fans. Um, I'm not really into that, but but I mean it, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with after a hiatus. Um, and hopefully there's some kind of a revamp because I mean they they did say that the their Modern Warfare uh, revamp was going to be a revamp, and now we're going to go get serious and whatnot, which um, as I suspected turned out to be less true, but. Maybe they lean more into the tactical side of things. I mean, let's do this super chat real quick and then we'll jump back into it because it's a question for Jordan. $5 super Mm -hmm. chat from Macon. He says, when getting hired on later in a project, how much of the story do they share with you so that you have contact? Oh, I mean, all of it. Like day one, you have access to everything. Oh, shit. You have to, right? So it's like, yeah, you're, you know, going, when I got onto Ghost, it was like the first week or two was just playing as much of the game as possible that they had built. That way I knew, okay, here's the tone you're going for. Here's, you know, all that sort of thing. So you can, then when you start working, you can hit it exactly what they've been doing the entire rest of the project, right? Because you need to match tone, character voice, all that sort of stuff. And you don't have, usually when you come on that late, you don't have months to like, yeah. like, okay, I can do some research. I can do this. You know, you really have to be like writing as quickly as possible once you get in there because they likely need someone, which is why they hired someone, you know, late in the project is they need that extra help. Uh, but yeah, you have all the documentation, everything. So it's a lot of playing the game as much as possible, reading everything you can as quickly as possible, and then getting in. There I think that, I think that's very important because man, if there are some plot holes in there, people will go fucking wild. 
on air. Yeah, the reason why I brought the reason why I wanted to read that so bad is because, to be honest, I think the the truth is is that a lot of people a lot of people believe that there's a lot of secrecy and that it's it's siloed Mm. information for writer even for writers. I actually do believe that a lot of people actually think that it's like you're writing side quests. We're not going to tell you what happens at the end. Maybe to stop leakers. Who knows? Right? Which makes sense because we do have a lot of. You but know, it's not like Area 51. NBA means nothing these <laughs> you know? days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I just no, no, I've never never been on a project where anything's been hidden just because. Dude, that's sweet as hell, man. That's yeah. that is eye opening. You have to I... know, right? If you well, want to seed stuff earlier in the story, right? The well, you don't have to. It could be shit. But I mean, true. you I mean, yeah. hope that they do. Which yeah. is sort of what I was getting to. So back on COD, jumping back on COD, we can we can leap back on there. Speaking of narrative, um, I wonder what those guys who write COD have to like. If somebody bro, says, "Hey, bro, no... <laughs> hey, bro, man, you're gonna write World War II," and the person, the writer's like, "What do you mean? It happened. What we've plumbed that. We've died. We've. Right. W- it, you go to the same well. Sometime you're gonna get mud, man. Like at some point, yeah. you just can't get any more water." I, I think with those types of stories, that's like historical and already done. I feel like do you want to lean more into like characters and characterizations exactly. and how they um. What Didn't they Battlefield did have the chick with the uh, I mean, fucking bionic you, arm? You, you, you could do that, but you could also just go for one of the like lesser dozens and stories. dozens of fronts that hasn't really been sort of covered or focused on. Mm-hmm. Like, go to the like the Battle of Munda Casino, like one of the biggest battles of of the Second World War. That I hasn't have no really idea what that sort of is. Made. Well, I mean, maybe they don't because they've looked at it and for whatever and reason they featured, just they just um, don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of stuff is character driven now, where it's like even zombie games, movies, and stuff. Oh, it's sure. like it's all, all about the characters. You know what I mean? It's not about the zombies oh, yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a good thing, Abzi. It mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of uh, the evolution, if you want to say it in that way, from like the TV show Breaking Bad into Better Call Saul, where it's all about the characters and way less about like the action. And I think a lot of stuff is moving towards that direction. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, modern storytelling, yeah, they tend to lean more uh, character. to character-driven yeah, stuff. Character, yeah, character, character. Um, yeah, with COD, I was, I was surprised. I, I, I don't know. I was surprised. Three thousand is a lot. It is. I mean, I like. What are they doing? Like, the, there's no way it's just going to be like a, a, a cut and paste. It right? can't like, be because it's eight hours. Most of their games are. The reason why I say it's a lot is because you have the two facets of it. You've got at minimum your six to eight hour campaign story, right? Yeah. And you've what got. If, what if? Hang on. And you've got okay, at sorry. minimum your multiplayer, right? And at yeah, minimum yeah. you maybe have some modes. Three thousand people is a tremendous number of people to be working on something that we haven't seen at all. It's it hasn't blossomed. It's three thousand at pretty much at the start, which is what interests me. What are mm-hmm. they doing that requires? And and by the way, I think it'd be great if we are surprised and it's yeah. it's what, what if oh, they move sure. away from like the eight hour story thing and do, do like hey this is a huge or 20 single, or, yeah yeah or just like a single player fucking like kind of an rpg or open world or something Reg, i don't know what was that one game where they you you zoomed in and each person died was that battlefield where they had this, <laughs> the vignettes you zoomed was that the, in you, you zoomed in oh. on the new character he, then you played him for a while then he died battlefield one was that That's battlefield when they, one that not five yeah. that was one after five like all yes. that weird naming shit okay one after four before five yeah. what if they do a not a vignette but they do like the new cod if they were like dude we're gonna do 16 hours of a real story like a real story that could be it could be pretty interesting three thousand is just a lot of people 
on a game that we're it we can't, yeah, it can't be just i mean how many no it has to be like just tangential like people who are tangentially involved as well but i mean still three thousand. it's I like what are you looking at maybe is, another absolutely. mode maybe something that we're not expecting like what if they do a, a, a co-op that's completely separate from the single player or something with its own story you know you could you could do some you could do some crazy stuff maybe it's future stuff too maybe it's is games for they're all games for service now right all the cod games are technically yeah. games as a service yeah so. i guess you can call it that yeah yeah. I mean, well, for the one year they live until the next one that's comes exactly, out. Exactly. Except exactly. Uh, that's the problem. Modern Warfare is the one that like kept it's still going. Um, it's surpa surpassing the other two that came. I don't know. It's if it's because the other two were not as good, or I mean, Warzone. When you is say other two, can we clarify? Do you mean Blop, Blops three? So or after, something? yeah, there was no after Modern Warfare. There was Vanguard and there was Cold War, I believe. And um, people are still enjoying Modern Warfare more to this day. Um, it's a mess. I'll tell you that much. It's a mess because I've asked like, you guys every time which one we're talking about. Yeah, because the new one coming out was Modern Warfare 2, and there was already yeah. a Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> yeah. There was a Modern Warfare 2 remaster, and now it's 2. So <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know. though. I'm happy. 3,000 people are getting paid. Mm -hmm. Working on something. I'm just going to cross my Plus with the Microsoft said, cross deck. my lips cross yeah. my fingers that that those are that those turn out good and that people want to play it and um, the microsoft acquisition as well like who knows what that'll change microsoft oh my god i forgot yeah. i forgot <laughs> i forgot I, for, I literally forgot uh versus five dollar super chat question for jordan what's your what's your most favorite game in terms of narrative and writing oh god oh no yeah, call somebody uh, out. Call somebody out. We should have said what's your worst. No, don't. By the way. Anyway, what's your uh, what's a game where you were like the writing in this is just chef's kiss? I think. All right, so I'll give two for. The, I would say like the overall. I mean, I could just talk about Yakuza all day. I think Yakuza Zero is just like a perfect perfect game, especially as like a prequel. They're like, oh, we did all the other games. We're gonna do a prequel now. Yeah, it's great. Just because the main story is just so damn good and serious, and I'm crying during it. And then I'm playing side quests where I'm Same. teaching like a dominatrix how to be mean to a dude, you know, yes, it's just like, dude. Yeah. it's just so good. Every element of those games are they great. Are. And it's yeah. like, Kiryu is just like, you know, just kicks ass, but then it's just like teaching people like to accept themselves and everything. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but for like the writing, I would say like for the craft itself, like Disco Elysium is insane. Yes. Um, good and fucking I think, answers, man. I think yeah. because Disco Elysium is a good answer. It's, it doesn't in a way it doesn't feel like game writing right it feels like a novel right. is turned into a game yeah um and it just that, that that game makes me so angry because it's so damn good and you could give me 10 <laughs> years right now and i would come up with something that's like 20 percent as good as what they did in disco elysium it's just every single sentence in that game is fucking perfect man yes dude oh man i i kind of never want to play it again because i got like the perfect ending with just like the, the everything was perfect then i'm like fuck dude yeah those are really good answers and like yakuza zero introducing the 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 bosses and everything it was just it, everything you know what blows hit, me right? a bit away about yakuza too mm -hmm. they not sometimes shared characters sometimes not then they turn around to do judgment which is a completely different tact and darker and more serious and it still nailed it and to me became my favorite actually i actually like judgment and lost judgment more i think mm. and mm -hmm. even though i love yakuza it's but i wasn't a big fan of like a dragon as much the i there were some parts i loved and some parts i didn't i don't know it was a little uneven for me but regardless those guys know the dichot the way to do a dichotomy and make you 
serious mm. for one second than not. And even in judgment, when it went more serious, I was like, here we go. And then you're taking pictures of cats and you're like, yeah. what am I doing? Like what? But you, you get up, you just get lost. You're for some Dude, reason. I would be works. in tears. Like, like I'd be in Laughing, tears you mean? and then no 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 like crying oh. like crying yeah, because whatever. something and then in the next fucking moment i'd be laughing my ass off yeah. because you know it's it's crazy i think what's just... crazy is that like it's the only series i can think of that for so many games they're like it's the same map basically i know it's the yeah. same i know dude and, like, the map isn't even that big it's really uh, no small. it's small it's and small. yet every time i'm just like hell yeah it's kamarocho, kamarocho. Like, i'm stoked yeah. to be back i know where shit is some stuff is new but it's like i know where the bowling alley is i know where the batting yeah. cage yeah. is right like <laughs> And I've in the games are long too, so you spend so mm. much time on those streets. But like, it's like the fourth game now where I'm just like, same streets, still love them. Yep. And that's insane. And then yeah. wait until you get to five, and then they fucking yeah, just wait until you get to five. What uh, was the one that Reg played where we were like shake baby, shaking the baby at the start? Six. six. We were so six. shocked by what that game. <laughs> six was out there, man. Six was out yeah. there. Baby at least those six had full voice acting for everything. So that's a that's a plus. That's <laughs> a big plus. Speaking yeah. of voice acting for everything man i was uh, you know to jump to something real quick let's talk about warhammer so i've been playing a bunch of warhammer even after i beat it dude um they have a novelist the main novelist of all the warhammer novels writing this story and they didn't put full voice acting they do the one sentence voice acting out of the entire paragraph and i gotta tell you man if i was that writer i would have been so pissed because you just skip it once you hear the sentence you, it doesn't matter I love Warhammer. Their their prose and narrative are so like goofy, emo, you know, 17-year-old eyeliner. I don't care. I like that shit. And he writes stuff really well. And then you have a character say one thing. And by the way, Andy Serkis, guy who does Gollum, is in the game. And even his sometimes are one-liners. And you're just like, maybe it was money. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was very just, likely. Yeah, Most maybe. likely, yeah. It just sucks, man. It's like it you're sitting there going like, oh man, they, this guy's saying something and it's going to matter. And you, you're starting to read it and then he stops talking and then you're reading and then you go, did, did the game glitch? What's going on? And then you realize you have another paragraph. And I was just like, damn it. Voice uh -huh. acting is so important to me, man. It's become like such, that's why uh, when I was playing, I couldn't get Trek to Yuma to do English voiceovers at all. I don't know if I had a glitch what happened but it's in there and i had the retail version so i listened to it all in japanese now i don't understand japanese and i'm not an anime fan who says this makes sense like people sounded mad but i don't understand japanese so i have fucking no clue could have been terrible but it's it fit it worked it worked pretty well but i would have loved to have had the english one so that i could bounce off and say people who can't read um the as quickly as they want to also the captions yep. i think are really ugly in that game which i think really was shocking that where the captions were and how they popped up in that game it messed the aesthetic up voice acting is important I, I want it in every game man it's it's I find, go ahead i, I find from for my part i mean for me it might just be all my years of playing uh japanese role-playing games but where there often is just like the one the initial one word like word or oh. like, off, mm. often not even like yeah. a word yeah often it's, it's yeah. just like an exclamation or something yeah oh. <laughs> from from, from uh -huh. like a character and then you get like then you get the dialogue so yeah. i'm so used to it that the, the character gets a voice inside my head your own that, voice that, like it, your that own it works idea. yeah that it works for me sometimes i enjoy while the text is writing you hear like no, <laughs> no yeah. i prefer no. <laughs> that animal crossing yeah. 
Oh, I hate that. I hate that, man. But you see, it's funny. It's funny because I prefer that, Abzi, to just the first word. Uh, because it's so canned when it's the first word you know they've recorded like 20 like words right and they reuse them in different places and sometimes it's not even the right word it's like oh and she's saying something different yeah mm -hmm. but they just used that pre-canned thing there character and wakes actually... up amputated oh and you're like dude that was the wrong response one thing yeah yeah one like... thing that bothered me was pillars of eternity there'd be yeah. voice acting yeah. but before the sentence or after it'd be like uh you know her her face just like you know she was sweating or something and i don't have time to read it so i was like she was sweating and then the, she's they start yep. to, I, and then they stop about, and they'd say one sentence and then stop and like oh is it my turn to read let now? me tell okay. you guys a game that did it well though yeah. uh weird west they did the thing where it sounded like a dream where that one was cool. That, that it was, was like, cool. Oh, they were oh, like, oh, oh, and you were all, am I yeah. in, is this supposed to be like demonic? That worked for me. I don't want the Animal Crossing. I'm like, no. <laughs> I didn't mind it, but I oh, guess. Terrible. Uh, Reg, you play a lot of really shit games. What do you think about this? <laughs> wow. wow. I'm teasing. But you play sure. a lot of these kind of games. Does that bother you? Does it, uh, it like Tales and depends. stuff? I, 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 I like uh, full voice acting. That's so definitely preferred. Uh, but otherwise, uh, first sentence also is fine. I just really don't like when it's silent. Like oh. Final Fantasy fourteen, for example, most of the quests, when it's not the main quest, it's just... Oh, yeah. yeah. Really is that one of the big changes? Is it just with... plops? It just plops out the text? So, there, so there is yeah. a lot of that in the main uh, story. <clears throat> one of the hugest... Up is that a word? One of the biggest upgrades in the expansions is like almost full voice acting, but only in, in most main story. of the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, only, only in the main, main story. story. If you um, do like yeah, a exactly. massive side story quest, some of them are really fucking good. They just uh, never yes. have voice acting for some true, reason. Chapley no, plays with just text Elysium, at right? the bottom. Mm -hmm. Not a fan of yeah. just text at the bottom. Well, okay, so you did and their the, mouths no. moving, they'd be like. So Red, you did the then, you did the Tales games. Did they start yeah. out with? How did no. they? No, Tales didn't. Full voice acting. No shit? Yeah. Yeah. Even for the old ones? Yes. That's cool. That's That to me is, that that's, and it actually, never. Yeah. Actually, they evolved. The newest ones don't I was have full just voice gonna, acting anymore. I was just going to say, because did not <laughs> oh, Tales wow. of Arise have some parts where they were not full well, voice Well, Tales acting? of Arise, only side quests, uh, some side quests don't have voice acting. But dude, there's so much voice acting. Like you'd be walking and then you they'd give you the thing where you have to press RB. And they talk to each other like all of that. Oh, yeah. It's active. better than Xenoblade yeah. 2, where they repeat the same shit in like 12 kilobytes. <laughs> oh, and 20 times samples. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's a Sega Genesis, man. Uh, real quick, I want to do a super chat. Somebody gave us a Czar, $70, 70 Czar, whatever that is. I'm assuming that's like an intergalactic money. I'm out. Czar. Yeah. Um, he just said, wanted to say hello and chip Sorry. in a bit. Smiley face, much love to all here. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, voice acting in games, man. It's cool. It's like hearing Reg talk about an old game that had voice acting. That's, I think, what I got spoiled on because it's mm. always been a big deal. Like when Space Harrier died and he said, ah, oh, get ready or Altered Beast, Rise from Your Graves. The, uh, those were the first games I played. So I wanted that. And remember, those weren't voices. They were they were middies that were like somebody pretending a voice. But mm. it's been such a big deal to me with and with. Uh, artificial intelligence coming on now we're starting to see people looking at using that which i admit 
that will put people out of job. You know, there's the job aspect, but I'm just talking about the tech aspect. I, I like voice. When I play a game, man, and I hit that button, they don't talk. I My, my entire idea of what's going to happen sort of has to be readjusted. And I there's some money. there's sometimes yeah money. the budget issue like pillars of eternity one I, a dialogue ha was like that I mean, when when they went to pillars of eternity two and voiced everything it felt like there was less you know what i mean and there were less mm. choices and stuff so i think that plays a role where budget uh, plays a um, role all the time but i mean it's not cheap if yeah. you use an actor for sure and yeah. it's, it's not cheap probably regardless but like the writing took a hit a little bit like not the writing itself maybe but the op amount of options i think can, that two uh, also went very pc versus one two maybe. had a lot of uh, uh almost like political stances it was taking and and it um that it was a more political game because there were factions for me. Yeah. what are you gonna say silver not just uh yeah i mean you have to remember you it's not just the actor you're paying for you're also paying for booking like a recording studio often and whatnot and and mm -hmm. all the like all the like logistical stuff that goes into recording sessions as well let's talk about money and then again as um as um <laughs> or not was discussed sorry or you not. also have like uh, localization yeah well that's that. yeah so jordan, jordan said that's a huge one deal. actor yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so not only do you have to get one actor you then have to get multiple actors in multiple languages as well and with protagonists and rpgs like you want your character to sound like something you want like you made if you made like a dwarf that is kind of like a rogue you want him to sound different than like a warrior um you know a human guy or something you know oh i see what you're saying yeah that's an issue with me, like with like an RPG that lets you create your own character, but is voiced or has three voices. Yeah, I am angry. I am not angry. <laughs> I'm sarcastic. And then, and then like, change oh. the, the pitch. Yeah. Or they sarcastic. change the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I want to talk about money for a second. Square sold their developments. Most of their uh, Western side, they kept Life is Strange. Correct me if I'm wrong. They kept Outriders. We know those two. They sold a huge number of defunct as well as currently live, like Tomb Raider, um, IPs. Um, who they sell it to? Embracer Group. Embracer Group and Deus Ex, right? And Deus Ex. Embracer Group just needs to change their logo to a giant hugging. Like I, I said that in the when I did the video, I'm like, this is stupid. The name is perfect, but those guys have got every game under the sun. It appears like. And we're starting to see um, some like hints. There was a, a couple hints for different games. I think we would all agree that we'd like to see a legacy of Kane. Maybe, maybe a, yeah, if, if they could get her um, Anne on it. Um, I, God damn, I forget her name. Uh, um, the the chief actress? writer on it. No, the right. chief writer on it. The one who wrote uh, Legacy of Kane. Oh, I don't know. Amy, I, Amy Hennig. Sorry. Oh, yeah, she's uh, not going to be on it because she's now deep in Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did they keep Sleeping Dogs or not? Because all I want is the Sleeping Dogs too. I've wanted that since the first one. So right, badly. right. I want a new Deus Ex, like a good one, like a long good. I mean, one. here's the thing: what you guys, what we're get, what I was getting to is just that there's a lot of good games that could come out of it. Oh mm -hmm. God, yeah. You are. Mm -hmm. I mean, Sleeping Dogs two. I think multiple people wanted that. I don't know how Sleeping Dogs one sold. Um, Sleeping Dogs one used a lot of professional actors. So oh, yeah. there's a good chance that they sunk that. There's a hot red, the redhead. Yeah, Tom uh, Wilkinson, man. Uh, Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. The, Emma right? Stone was in it, but so was wasn't Kelly Who also in it? Wasn't like there was there was a lot of actors. I mean, Tom Wilkinson was was the main villain. Tom, Tom Wilkinson was. Yeah. In it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you look at. I personally think Legacy of Kane is probably your best bet, and the reason why is because they've already messed around with Darksiders. They did three. They did Genesis. 
it seems like they're that sort of type of game fits for them. I could see a Legacy of Kane for sure being like one of the first ones. Thief, I don't know, because Thief four did fourteen two thousand fourteen did terribly. I don't I don't if if they would were to make another Thief game, I would want it to be completely different or something else. Like not Garrett. Don't don't use Garrett. Just move on. But I mean yeah. well that's that's one thing, but I'm talking about the game. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. just the game itself. I mean, how do you how do you go about fixing all of the stuff that they sort of fucked over? Like, do you hire? Well, you just make it team? entirely different. Do you hire Microsoft to let you borrow Arcane to write it? Or what do you, I mean, I don't know. Just seems like they're lost on that. Legacy Kane fits. What else do we got? Oh, uh, a new thief would be amazing. Like a good one though. Fuck. You mean? I mean, I, I mean, I kind of. I thought Thief, uh, the reboot was okay as a stealth game. It was it okay, wasn't, yeah. But that was because I was able to separate it and view it as not a Thief game as such, just right. a stealth game. And then in that in that capacity, I found it all right. Like mm -hmm. it gave you a lot of options and for customizing your experience, your stealth experience, the way you wanted it, like the the difficulty options and stuff. Were, Anybody watching? Are there any uh, are there any IPs I'm missing? Because I'm sure I'm missing some. I think fifty. I think what I the number I read was fifty IPs. It changed hands here. So. Yeah, I don't know if they were named at all. I at don't think they I were, man. See. Yeah, yeah. And Embracer Group, you know, I've covered... Everybody knows I follow Embracer Group pretty religiously. Winifort cracks me up. Um, I love his... I love that he was just open and was like, we aren't spending a bunch on games. We're going to make some games, but they ain't going to be great. We're just going to make some money from them. I like that because I can deal with that. I'm I'm a big double-A game fan, and so the being open is, uh, is a plus to me. He did state... We do want to try AAA, but I don't know what their version of AAA. I said this in, in the video. Since AAA means nothing, remember this, everybody. AAA does mean nothing. It's It means nothing. There is no actual... There's nothing that AAA means. It doesn't mean... It means a certain amount of money to one group than it does to another. It, it There's nothing there. Or it's like the size of the company, or it's like it's, the number of people But it's not. There's no on. number. There, right. There's if no, there like, was, line. it's Call of Duty yeah. 5A. Usually people go 3, by 000. like, okay, it's a $60 game, so it means it's AAA. Right, you know? that that's usually how it goes. But that's changed too. Uh, mm. Because is Sony's games now at $70 quadruple A? Are they three Fucking, plus, I don't know, man. That quadruple A shit was so stupid. So, so the reason why I bring I all this up is if you look at these, um, uh, their idea of AAA, if you double their AA price and say that's a AAA game, it's still much less than most other AAAs. But I would love to see their version of a AAA Legacy of Kings. I think that that would be, right. um, I don't want to see more of destroy all humans. I'm sorry, but that was not great. Darksiders three was pretty blah. Darksiders Genesis, I thought was fantastic because it I was. think that they were, they knew what they were doing with that game. And in a way, not copying the other Darksiders games allowed them to say, what do we want to do here? And that worked. So in a way, what, what Silver said about Thief that's sort of a, a, maybe it will work for them if they do do something different. Or it's like, you know, is it like Winter Ember? Even though Winter That's Ember the cool thing about Darksiders. Each one has like a different feel thing. Well, like one was Zelda. Feel. Wasn't it two that was like basically yeah. Dark Legend of Zelda? I mean. Yeah. One one was like more of a linear thing. And then yeah. two was like, okay, Hub World, Zelda, yeah, Dungeons. Yeah. And fuck yeah, it was really good. But then three was like, okay, we're going to make it a Souls-like. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys, any IPs? Feel free to look it up on Google if you if you guys can find what other IPs are involved. But. Mm -hmm. um embracer has so many defunct ips guys they are sitting on not no one lives forever unfortunately but they're sitting on no. some of the most classic i mean they're sitting on thief 
do you go and ask um what's his name to come back phil specter warren specter warren specter yeah i mean do you just go and say i mean warren yeah because he's I doing he was doing system shock right and then they passed that on i believe yeah so, i mean he did he did system shock then deus ex and then um, no i mean he, he was working he, on the new remake for a little while uh he was actually working for a little bit of specter was working on one of the remakes and then passed that off yeah he made episode. he made he made deadly shadows uh like thief three that was specter right but i'm talking about the remakes the recently also, the yeah. ones that aren't even out yet he actually i was reading up on what he was doing and he was actually helping on the initial startings of these remakes so he's still interested is all i was getting to oh right well, for if, system shock and yeah yeah i think it was system shock i could be wrong but he, it definitely his name popped up and so it's like dude what if what if Embracer was like, let's do this, man. Let's fucking let's. I mean, go. that would be great. Let, or Ken Levine, even though Ken's I mean, probably going to redo Warren the game. makes interesting times. games. I he mean, does. Epic Mickey, interesting game, dude. Fun, we, fun yeah, Disney Epic game. Mickey. People didn't expect that. It was just a super interesting game. So it, that would be cool, man. Um, it seems here everybody's saying that they would love. Yeah, Deus Ex is probably the number one thing we're seeing. But I think that's also because we came out of Cyberpunk. We were cyberpunked. And we're, you we got cyberpunk. We were nice. punked. And the yeah. idea of the cybernetic first person shooter is hot, whether it be Shadowrun, which I'm just going to mention oh, multiple are, times. We, are, we, we did just get one released. Um, what was it called? Uh, on Steam. Um, uh, first person shooter, like really action paced cyberpunk uh, game. Um, it was actually on the Steam front page. We're not talking about yeah. Bright Memory, are we? No, 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 no. Um, I didn't think you were. Um, it's it's the one where um you have a chainsaw for one of your legs. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name, but power sliding and stuff. Well, I don't know, yeah. but power sliding oh, with a chainsaw on your leg sounds like, like the best move yeah. ever made. It's like yeah. Doom like, but yeah, you oh, can slide. Oh shit! With a yeah, you're leg. right. You're right. You're right. We did get that. We did. I did see that. Yeah, Turbo Overkill. Turbo Overkill. Yeah. yeah. That was yes, dude. Yeah. So so they've got a lot of ips man embracer group and you can't really complain you can but you hear a lot of complaints about consolidation right with console manufacturers sony and microsoft buying but this isn't them this is uh, this is a company that that's their job that's their thing so any from you reg any you want to see uh no i'm just baffled by how big embracer group are you looking right now, now is. is 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 yeah. it not crazy do, do, do they say how much yeah. it's worth as a... Not how much it's worth, but they have 14,000 employees after the acquisition. Yep. Uh, spread around in 124 studios working on 230 games. Wow. 25 being their version of AAA, too. But unfortunately, 2026, 2027 released. Mm. Not, and they don't not really yet. see any games. They only say about one studio that they're working on like mobile versions of popular IPs. And that's... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember yes. they they've bought people don't realize because it doesn't get announced they bought a ton of mobile IP a, a ton of mobile companies and IPs. I think that's smart too because as we well, saw with money. Well, as but also Warhammer showed a definitive positive this recent Warhammer game by using a mobile developer to make a desktop game because they mm -hmm. had movement down and they had some things down that maybe desktop developers maybe have a little bit more difficulty with or are used to having unlimited budgets and those mobile guys are like dude we don't have an unlimited budget so i i, I don't know i'm excited man hitman go was awesome did you guys ever play hitman go yeah that is one, one of the studios they list what's yeah. what about the tomb exactly. raider shooter i mentioned that in my uh the uh, light something of light yeah, guardians they, of light they made, they made two of those yeah, yeah. 
those were good. Isometric ones. So you know, what if they did like that? I would. I think that was on Steam though. I think it did come to Steam the Tomb Raider one. But regardless, yeah. Somebody says somebody says it's Mm -hmm. worth seventy four billion krona, which I don't know um, what that you know means in dollars, but big. I can convert. I think that's, that's maybe ten billion dollars, maybe around there. Microsoft will buy them tomorrow. Microsoft <laughs> oh, will be Swedish. bored. <laughs> uh, what do you think about? Do you, does this ever hit you, Jordan, with consolidation? We talk about it a lot here. Where you know, um, like, do you track consolidation of companies under other companies? Is that something that ever even impacts you? Um. I mean, I keep up with it just because it's good to know who's under what now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think like I'm far more okay with companies who aren't doing like picking up every single studio and making it exclusive. Or their platform. At some point, yeah. then it's like you have two companies owning every single IP and it's yeah. just like, you know, uh, but I mean, it can affect you, but I know like some uh, places will want a lot of input on what you make then after they buy. I think um, from everything I know about Embracer, they're pretty much just like, yeah, we just like games and want it to make money off games. So you guys just keep doing what you're doing, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. And like, that's, that's, that's great. Been good to hear Microsoft's been that way as well. We'll have to see if that continues. Speaking of moving on from here, you guys saw that man, Outriders, zero dollars, zero profit. Yeah. They did not make a profit with Outriders. Man, feels bad, dude. Let me push something out here real quick so that we can just get it out and we can move on from this part of the stupid conversation. Somebody said that was because of Game Pass. I can tell you right now, if Game Pass had sold no. quadruple the number of numbers we are, or the number of titles for that, it wouldn't have made up for the dearth of sales everywhere else. It has nothing to do with Game Pass. That could have helped them if there was more sales, but we don't know exactly how that went. They the still game got, was just not good enough. The game I mean... was just not good enough. It reviewed poorly, and and it got played very poorly. They quadrupled their numbers to 4,000 people concurrent when their new DLC came out from 900 to 1,000 claim. Um, for a massive game like that, that's less, by the way, than DC Universe Online, which is 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you gotta come to terms to like with like, okay, if we're not gonna... It's like, come on, dude. They had like cut paste, just like shooting gallery after shooting gallery. You have to come to terms with like, okay, if we're not gonna actually um you know make our game unique or make it like good if we're just not going to sell enough you know you can't keep blaming like oh well game pass oh well you know microtransactions you know sometimes it's just like how good something is maybe it doesn't hit at the right time too yeah that's, that, a, that's a part of it yeah, isn't it yeah timing people yeah. dude battlefield we, we saw titan titanfall and what was the one that released at the same time and everybody was like what do you titanfall 2 battlefield and, and titanfall battlefield because they were like yeah. oh they're, they're right. totally yeah. separate uh like the yeah. Pass the ball, and brother. You got Horizon, like Zero Dawn releasing before Zelda, and then the new one releasing before Elden Ring. <laughs> Which one? There, there's Which, some. Oh, yeah. Horizons, yeah. There's some amount of luck, too, right? Because some stuff seems to almost randomly pick up in popularity. Yes. Like some games, like we talked about Valheim, and I enjoyed playing Valheim, you know, but it, when you put on paper, like the stuff that it does differently from all the other, you know, it's just like, that it did a lot builders, of stuff. Right and and I I gotcha, but none of those were like different to me. I, yeah, yeah, no, they weren't. I'm not saying yeah. every game has to be completely unique. Um, no, I, I know factors. that, but I'm just trying to give an example. Maybe it's not the best one, but no, that's a good example. You're that, saying you were surprised it did well. Mm-hmm. I was surprised yeah. that it did that well because yes, it did. You know those things 
well, adequately, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, but is is that really how how low the bar is in that genre? That as long as you do the things we already know, okay, yes, we're happy. Yeah, I mean that yes, genre doesn't have that. many good. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have all these early access like survival games. Also, are pretty trash. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, Vikings were in at that time. Yes, and uh, there was Valhalla, I, people there do was not Valheim. understand the zeitgeist of a TV show. Two TV shows at that. Well, one TV show, another TV show coming at that time. True. Um, either coming off or coming onto it. Plus, you got Northman, which came up here recently, which was one. It was a big yeah. thing for Valhalla. And Valhalla. I'm telling you, there is a knock-on effect where there's a knock-on effect, man. It just that's all you have to say. You know that 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 did play into it. Norse mythology got pretty big. Norse especially mythology got big. God of War and shit. Yeah, like yeah, but, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, um, God of War probably more so than even and even Valhalla where people like mm -hmm. an art style and they're like, Oh, is this got the art style a little bit like God of War? Oh, and they just, that's, it's a thing, man. You yeah. And tell. there's like stuff like among us, you know, some random streamer will play it and randomly yep. those two yeah. devs yeah. would be like, Holy fuck, dude, we made a billion dollars out of see, nowhere. That's, that's a Crazy. good example of lucky, right? They Fair, didn't, yeah. like, they couldn't predict because they weren't doing well or they weren't doing amazing. Right. And then, yeah, and they didn't years, pay Nobody yeah. paid for advertisement. Literally, Soda Poppin found the game, was like, hey, I'm going to play that because it looks kind of goofy. And then it became like a cultural phenomenon. And also probably backed up by that it worked. Yes. Right? Yeah, Te probably. Because technical stuff will push. I mean, if you yeah. can't oh, log sure. in, yeah. then remember, <laughs> what was the one, not Ark? What was the pirate one that the Ark devs tried to do? That disastrous launch. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Ark. It's, it's called Ark. Yeah. No, no, right? it's not called Ark. It, it, no, 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 Pirates of Ark. No, not Ark. It was the Pirates. It, it was the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, there was Ark Evolved or whatever, and then there was um, no, no. what was it called? Uh, what was it called? Atlas. Chuck? Atlas. Yes, thank you, Necro. There we go. Oh. Did, did it implode completely? I mean, I don't know. It was trash I as fuck, dude. What Nobody, happened with that? I have no idea. I mean, it was trash. It just. It I mean, the trailer. Work. Did you see the difference between the trailer and the actual gameplay? Oh yeah, dude. You guys remember oh, shit. Uh, when Ark, man? I was playing Ark. You know, at three FPS on my Xbox original, and I enjoyed the hell out of Ark because it was just so goofy. They had so much stuff in Ark too. That's another mm -hmm. thing. Ark just had content, but Atlas, yeah. you couldn't even get to the content. You couldn't even sign in. And I got to tell you, man, people just don't. They don't give it a. If you can't sign in. You can't sign in and That's... take a prisoner and have someone shit so that they can no, make I mean, fertilizer for you. Fertilizer yeah. for your dinosaur. I mean, that, <laughs> that that might have flown like twenty years ago when there wasn't another game to like immediately exactly. go to. Exactly the content, especially. Mm -hmm. but, but the market now is so saturated that yeah, there's no you just, there's you no leeway there. Pump and jump. What were you gonna say, Jordan? I would say especially with like when streamers are a big part of it, they're always like a lot of them that do variety are looking for the next big thing right yeah. away. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, they're playing it for two days and they want to keep playing it and then, yeah, tech issues come, they have to find something else to play that day. And then maybe they never go back to get their game. Then yeah. their chat never sees it again. Like, yeah, nowadays streamers are huge for that sort of stuff and finding those oh, indie yeah. games that suddenly blow up. And now it's like they sold a million copies and they probably would have been happy with like 50,000, right? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, especially with what they're doing now with like Valorant and Overwatch, where it's like, watch this streamer and you get a beta key after like this many hours. Got or... a sucker for that stuff. It gets Dude, me. yeah, I have like streams open and just keep on the rest. I mean, you, um, are, yeah. you also have like, I mean, for me, one of the biggest examples is DayZ, like mm. as as the mod for, for, Arma. for Arma 2, where all of a sudden um, Arma 2 Operation Arrowhead becomes like a top selling, <laughs> like the top selling game on Steam. 
<laughs> because of the DC mod, um, which wasn't, I don't, I don't think that was evenly really a question of streaming at that point because streaming wasn't huge back then. Um, like in 2013, I think it was. Um, mm -hmm. 2013 when Justin TV started like popping up. It was just sort of, it caught, just caught the zeitgeist of like zombies um, because that was the early onset of the zombie uh, avalanche of games uh, where that, that sort of started with Left 4 Dead and then DC and then sort of, they just started coming out. Um, yeah, streaming was a lot smaller. I know there was, there's one streamer who actually I still watch today who like that's, I think kind of how he blew up was Daisy Mod Lyric. Lyric, um, yeah, he's still on Twitch Lyric. and he's been yeah. doing it for a long time. But like that, that is what blew him up. It was so he doing role playing. playing it. And yeah, he would go hardcore role playing and people just ate that shit up. And one of my great. friends was actually with him, like role playing with him in Arma. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good times. Can you just tell I totally fucking hate these. Arma? Well, not Arma. I like Arma, but all these, the pop and pump kind of like it, this oh, i'm like not Valorant into twitch i'm not into people like leaping on I, I don't like it when like a variety streamer grabs a game for two days because either it's going to be bad or good mm. and it's going to be artificially sold or it's going to be artificially not artificially hammered but it's going to be hammered and a lot of times i just don't feel it's any way an accurate form of like what the game what the game is and then i see yeah. some devs who have really good games that oh they didn't get picked up because the streamer got paid 50 grand to stream this shit game when they could have streamed a good game, and so that game didn't get picked. It just sucks. I mean, I it, it's life, but it's just my brain yeah, it's detaches because my it, it ruins the excitement, like the burn I get for a good game. It ruins it because it becomes this weird clinical, um, thing. And Everspace One had that. I talk about it all the time, where they got it to the wrong influencers who just had no clue what it was, and the CEO was so mad at the PR company. He was like, "Why would you have ever given it to this person who's like, uh, oh, stupid." Like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, not that a person can't say it's stupid, but they didn't even know what they were playing. They had no, they had no clue. I think that's gone the way of the dodo, though. Most of the time, you have to know. As a PR company won't work. Um, Reg, yeah. I want to talk about streaming because I have a problem with this. So, GeForce Now, right? Mm -hmm. You found out they're enabling 4K streaming for desktop yep. PCs. Yep. Mm -hmm. 120 for a handful of current high-end mobile devices. What is that? Mean? Yep. Like a, well, your best so phones? far it was very, a very limited set of phones, and they added like four or five new models that they now can do 120 streams. Like I think the Samsung 22 and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. the current gen. Okay. Um, and they're gonna have the 3080 Ti in the desktop that are in your stream. You're streaming from a third their version. Well, of the only the 3080 tier has those features. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. That makes sense. Okay. Cause I was a little confused. That way that. around. Like you have the free tier, the 10 buck tier and the 20 buck tier and the 4k and 120 streams is only for the 20 buck tier. Have you tried any of these? No, I've only done the free tier, uh, recently and, uh, that's it. Jordan, do you stream? Uh, no, I used to back in the day and then stopped and then tried again and stopped and yeah. Is anybody else doing any streaming from GeForce or Xbox or anything like that? So, Not at the moment. The reason why I bring it up, man, is I have... Um... Oh, wait. Somebody did a super chat. I want to bring this up because I have a complaint with this. Chambers, $10 super chat. Just quick howdy do to everybody and a quick question for Abzi. Are you still digging King Arthur? Yeah, I'm still being a tyrannical non-Christian... Uh, In the Christian game. Trying to kill King Arthur. Yeah, it's a good game. 
So there's also another one we didn't get to um, from Calvin Campbell uh, a bit further back. Um, question for okay, all. Well, what do you I'll, think I'll of, read that in a second. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, when, when talking about streaming, the reason why I bring it up is I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know if it's the new tablet or what. Dude, Xbox streaming's resolution is like 50p. And I don't oh, know yeah. what yeah. is going on. I you, thought it was the Steam Deck. No. It's killing my soul. I don't know what they've done, but it is bad. It went from, I was having a premiere experience, I was playing a ton of games on there, to it's, I mean, it's bad. I've gone in and checked all my settings. I'm Well, I'm on the same systems, but I've gone in and rechecked. So you're having it on, you noticed it on the on the Steam Deck? Yeah, I put I put the, the version uh, on the Steam Deck and tried Forza Horizon, and it was very low res. Hmm. What the? I see. I only tried it once because I just put it on my Steam Deck and loaded up Yakuza Three on it, and it was it looked great. So I don't know. Okay, so maybe it's maybe it does have to do. Maybe there's an upgrade happening or something like that. Okay, that's good yeah. to know because I thought it was like a you know a backwards down or a, a back behind the scenes downgrade or something. Um, I have to take care of a dog thing. Silver, can you read uh, Calvin's message and sure. talk about it? Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to take care of it. Yeah, uh, question for all. What do you think about the benefits of gaming for people with long-term illnesses like sickle cell and dealing with pain? What do I think about it? Or Yeah, I think he means like gaming as a potential like, um, like treatment or like escape or, or distraction. Something. Yeah. No. Which, I mean, that's something I can speak to given chronic pain. Um, that's something I frequently use gaming for is something to like focus my mind on. Particularly, that's one of the reasons why I love Tetris so much because it's able to just sort of put my mind in that zone where it's sort of outside of like the constant pain that my body is in. Um, so it's definitely part of that. It's definitely part of why gaming has been such a huge part of my life uh, from very, very young age, because it's able to sort of to distract and focus my brain on things outside of pain. Um, and it's been effective for me, largely. Uh, like I mean, it's one of the reasons why I don't use a lot of painkillers uh, is Sam. the fact that I'm able to refocus my mind through stuff like gaming. Yeah, I mean, in 2018, uh, I also suffered from like general anxiety and depression. Um, and I was having uh, psychological pain, I guess, where I felt real pain, but it wasn't. Um, and uh, Red Dead 2 had just come out and I like just spent my whole time in there, 160 hours. And, it, you know, got my mind off things. And um, it was a great, uh, great kind of therapeutic experience. Yeah, same as you. A lot of like anxiety, depression shit. And it's mm -hmm. like. A lot of stuff that yeah manifests physically and like nothing's actually wrong but your brain's like it is so it feels like yeah it. you'd go to the hospital right. every time and it's yeah, like yeah. dude back. like what is wrong with me now Am right I gonna now, actually i've had like three appointments this week and we're trying to figure it out it's probably nothing but it sure feels yeah. like it um yeah but yeah when you have something to focus on it's like you know i'll be like focusing on my breathing because it's like oh i can't breathe because anxiety and then like i would hop into elden ring and then be like oh i've actually been fine for the last three hours like yeah it's great that that you that games can do that right like yeah oh for sure that's yeah. almost a meditative quality when you think about it yes, because you it know is. like a mindfulness meditation exactly. which is the most common that people do is effectively just pay attention to something to the extent that you can't be distracted yeah, right uh, yeah and normally it's the breath because that's kind of the go-to object of focus but nobody tells you you can't do that with a game or music mm -hmm. right uh, whatever but in this case we're talking about games 
and if you're really focused in a game for three hours, and I have this with League, for you know, maybe not three hours, but if I'm doing a two block, a two hour block or something, uh, it, it is kind of meditative because you're focused in that. Yeah. Uh, and then you come out of it like, oh, okay, I wasn't, you know, uh, having all the diatribe of thoughts and and thought patterns that uh, that I was having before. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I will right, say right. like gaming. But got me through some a bunch of tough times right <laughs> got lost yeah. in mmos i think mmos usually really hit it for oh, me oh yeah you of course I mean? like as, massive games as as with everything else and as with painkillers it is something like if you are someone with like chronic pain or something or similar mm-hmm. it is something you have to manage you have to learn how to manage in terms of balancing it like you have to do with taking painkillers and stuff because it yeah. can be it can be very very easy to just because it's easier to be inside the game than it is sometimes being in real life. It can be easy yeah. to just all of a sudden you've lost 12 hours now or something like that. And so you have to be very, very careful with that as well. And you have to be able to learn how to manage that and keep and maintain some sort of balance with it. And I think too, Silver, like for some of us that have, you know, some form of disability to be able to play a game and, you know, experience something like, you know, even though it's not the real thing, but like, fucking running a mountain right or or like unquestionably jumping off like doing athletic stuff that maybe you can't do i will say it helps better than any prescribed medicine i've gotten for my for my anxiety i mean you're you're completely right johnny because that was that that was one of the things i talked about with death death stranding when it came out for sure yeah i loved it so much was just being able to go hiking and just walking for miles through these desolate landscapes in ways i would not be able to do physically myself but I could through the the character of uh, of Sam Porter Bridges. Um, yeah, like lately I'm doing like Dwarfromantics, like my before bed game right now because it's just so chilled. It's like the light music, little right. sounds, and just like doesn't matter if I like lose or whatever. I'm just making a cool looking sort of city, and then it just like redo it. It's just like so fucking yeah. calming. It's just mm-hmm. so nice. Um, the Stardew Valley is another game that's really great for that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I even used like I know 1800 as well. I like honed in on that. When I was... Okay. But just try it, Carrick, man. I did <laughs> try it. He did. He did. That's why. He... Um, let's, <laughs> let, speaking of all this stuff, one of the things we always have is a section where we talk about uh, the free games, the upgraded games, and then the indie game of the week. So, Reg, free games. Yeah. All right. Free game, free for everyone. Uh, Epic Game Store first, uh, Terraforming Mars. On to subscription games. Xbox Game Pass for console has uh, Citizen Sleeper, Trek to Yomi, uh, Loot River, and coming next week, Danganronpa 2, Goodbye Despair Anniversary Edition, Auden Chronicle Rising, This War of Mine Final Cut version, and NHL 22. Uh, PC Game Pass has Track to Yomi as well and Loot River as well. And coming next week, Danganronpa 2, Ayudin Chronicle Rising, and This War of Mine. Xbox Games with Gold, Hydro Thunder Hurricane, the 360 version, and Yoko's Island Express, the Xbox One version. PlayStation Now has Blasphemous, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, Soul Calibur 4, uh, and hang on. That was PlayStation Now. PlayStation Plus has Curse of the Dead Gods, FIFA 22, and Tribes of Midgard. Prime Gaming, so that's Twitch, has Cat Quest, The Curse of Monkey Island, Dead Space 2, 
Male Mole Out of Line and Shattered Tale of the Forgotten King. And last, Stadia Pro, Kaze and the Wild Masks, Lumode, the Master Mode Chronicles, Outriders, and Paw Patrol, the movie, Adventure City Calls. That's the end. Got Cat Quest. Ones. Is that the one we no. played, Reg? Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you yes, were going to say it. Is it uh, it is the prequel of the one we played. We played Cat Pre- Quest 2. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cute. Well, not, not prequel. It's the first one. That's, that's, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, are there any titles on there anybody hasn't played that they might pick up because they're free? Uh, so yeah, I mean, sleeper. Yeah. Uh, Got good reviews. Iodan Chronicles Rising is not Same. yet either. Um, yeah, I was going to buy that one anyways, and then I saw it was going to be yeah. free, and I was like, sweet. Oh, in four days. You what? Uh, Eugen yep. Chronicle Rising is out in four days. It's four on days. the 10th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Any for you, Johnny? Might oh, this War of Mine. Sorry, I'm going to definitely play that. Okay. You haven't yeah, played this War of Mine? Or have A you- little tiny bit. It was on like... Um, I forgot what subscription thing it was on and I didn't have the subscription anymore. So I didn't get to play it a long time. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed what I played, but now that it's going to come out on game pass, I'm for sure going to dig into it more. Plus it's like the final cut. So gotcha. Mm -hmm. What about you, Johnny? Any on there? Uh, What about that Paw Patrol game? Tell me about that, Reg. The movie game? (laughs) How many hours can I get? Tell me about the Paw Patrol. (laughs) How long to beat? Yeah. (laughs) It'd be like a Barbie game. It rings a bell, but I don't know if, We've looked at it or mentioned it before. I haven't heard of it. There's a lot of Citizen, Citizen Sleeper looks pretty fucking cool. It's got it a great good... ratings yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. What, what kind of deal is it? What, what kind it, of it cyberpunk the... RPG, yeah. but um, a little bit like a Disco Elysium where it's it's more narrative driven? Oh, dude, okay. I am playing yeah. oh, shit. that okay. shit. And the reviews are yeah. really It says role playing in the ruins of interplanetary Ooh. capitalism. Yeah. And I love that. If you guys look at like the write ups. I was a huge capitalist in Disco Elysium. The write ups <laughs> so huge... are all like one of oh. the best written games in years. One of the best. Okay. But, like, I, I was really surprised because I didn't even get contacted on it. I would have reviewed it. And it's a smaller company, so I guess maybe they didn't reach out. But... I've seen some previews for it that look good. Yeah, and the Downloading. reviews were just super high on that game. Oh, shit. I'll have to play oh, it yeah. to just study it too. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah true. It, it's Yeah, dude. I've been trying to like get a game that is I would like Google what's like Disco Elysium. I want something like Disco Elysium for like You've already a year played the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and also like that game came about in a way that most you know how you do get that occasionally where you get a game or a movie made where it can't really be made in the same way by anybody else because of what the, that was an RPG mm. groups yeah, RPG like Blazing for Saddles. 20 years. Yeah, I, so I mean, like, their their world was very unique. Yeah, it's almost, and yeah. not only that, but they had 20, as somebody who has a 16-year D&D game, I can tell you the amount of lore is beyond any novel series ever. Like, it's it, because there's so many people involved in it, so many things being done and written, building out and building out and building out, what they made they were able to make everything wrap around, even if you didn't like it. Like it's you can still look at it and be like, "I get." I mean, hey man, I any game that has a dude called Piss Fucker <laughs> teaching me about like some philosophical fucking dude, that was I, amazing. I, I died from <laughs> reading a book. It was like your brain can't handle this. Died like, from taking my 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 tie. Uh, everybody died from the tie, I think, or most of us did. The shoe trying to get no, the shoe. No, I died from sitting the- down on on the first chair somewhere dude it, it's dead it, kicking a trash can tr- kicking a trash can and the thing is is you can see where it would piss people off i can see i can see like i absolutely can see people playing this and being like 
Man, yeah, it just has really like ideas. Yeah, like if you level up encyclopedia too much, you will start getting information that yeah, you don't need. That you don't need. It's like yeah. it's like that why are you was... telling me about the shoe, dude? Right, <laughs> and where it said it said if you level up any of them, it will yeah. overpower. Like it's it's where it's on like purpose. Too empathetic. Have you ever too... had a friend come over who knows a lot about one thing, and you're like, oh my god? Or have you ever Stop talked to Silver for five right? minutes? <laughs> if you've ever talked yeah. to Silver for five minutes, you know exactly where I'm coming from. <laughs> we're talking Stop about talking World about War II, and you're like, or you're, brewing you're, beer. Yeah. yeah, you're like World War II. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, it's yeah. those, those kind of uh, those kind of things make sense in a game, but it's it's almost extra, so you can't do it. Like you're asking people to like over on purpose, which is rare. Those guys already had it, so it was like we can do this, and uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what the second one was. I yeah. love that game. I thought there were some parts that it had issues with. But, yeah, uh, everyone kept saying play Planescape Torment because it's the most similar, but I, I haven't really played it. I yet. love Planescape Torment, but this is what reminds me when people told me to watch that TV show Severance because it's like the game Control, and it is not mm-hmm. at all. It's because it's the same. It's cubicles. Yeah, they're quite different. Quite different. It's like there's cubicles I mean, in both things. It's like, come on, guys. They're, they're both heavily um, sort of reliant on literary exposition. Yeah. That's sort of the crossover. I but I mean, say. that's the, but, that even yeah. that is like, oh man, I was so mad. And that happens a lot. Instead, let it sit on its own. Let it sit on its mm-hmm. own and be like, this is succeeding. Not because it's like, it's because it's own. Th- it is its own thing. And we just disco need the matrix here. thing to wipe my memory and play it again. I just of disco. That, yeah. Well, disco dude, I played disco twice because things. I had a, for a long time for review and I played it and reviewed it again because of the video audio. They the, added I was going to say the new voice yeah. acting is so and the voice when acting, I first played it was they, when the audio oh, came did out you? already. Oh, they so nailed I played the it the original. Acting. I was waiting. I was like, this will be a good game on switch at some point. Bro, yeah. The narrator, PC, but the narrator was some random, like, um, I think, uh, Rasta singer or like, uh, reggae singer. And he just nailed the narrator. He nailed it, man. Yeah. Like uh, with the new so one, good. it adds so, so much to it. Like the yeah. writing itself is already so good, but then when you hear it, it's just yeah, okay. yeah. I'm glad with the different accents, some French, some English. I'm yeah. glad we got it too because that makes another developer maybe look and say, "Well, this can work." You know, this. Yeah. I mean, it may, we may have to do it verbal only and then voice if it does well. Yeah, I mean or that's. I think that's one of the most interesting things I think about the gaming market today. Because so many of these barriers that were entrenched in like, I don't know, like corporate perception or whatever of what's going to be popular. Like you have a game, like one of the most popular games on Switch is Escape from Tarkov, which is a really, really, really hardcore sort of great game, niche game, (laughs) but has a huge audience where like five years ago, like nobody would have nobody in like main like the 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 large main mainstream gaming industry would have said that game's going to hit it big right true they would have all said no the game the audience for that game is way 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 too narrow Mm -hmm. and And again that's one i only found because of streamers again i probably never would have known about it otherwise right Uh, i I was there from like a pre-alpha because i saw a trailer yeah i love that game i think it's the best first person shooter out there and i think the market consistently over these past few years has sort of upturned expectations for a lot of games in a way that's really made it much less predictable what's going to be a success and what's not which has sort of opened the doors i think for for a lot more um, variety in terms of ideas out there for what's possible for games well and ea were the ones who said there were no single player right yeah right 
and later were like we were and wrong. I mean, but it was a stupid thing yeah. to say in the first place. It was like and 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 fifteen years ago when you had everybody saying PC is dead. Oh, true. <laughs> well, remember, and, and they go in cycles. RTS was dead yeah. for a while, and the yeah. fact that it just wasn't grabbing on. Two D, or I would say, three D fighters are not as big as they used to be. But it doesn't mean that a new virtual fighter wouldn't light that up or some and injustice certainly. Tried. And you got resurgence of like two D games now, especially yeah, like yeah. Xbox Arcade. Yeah. Again, know. going back to Unreal, if if people continue to share, like I like I was joking about in the video, but we are like an AI with Unreal because the community is there and mm -hmm. able to tell each other, and so they learn. It's beyond. I like Unity and I like these others for other reasons, but I like Unreal because. It is like AI, man. You the amount deep of learning. deep learn, yeah, and deep and and aggressively antagonistic, but not mean deep learning. Meaning, if you do something, somebody will can 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 look at a blueprint in Unreal and say, "We can do it." There's a way to do exactly what you're doing, but we can get some CPU cycles by doing it this way. And that person can go a week later can go what? And they and the ascent guys were talking about that. They were like, "You just don't understand how." It, every single person looking at your stuff can can go blueprint, but they adjusted whatever Reg was saying, C plus or C sharp. What are they using for programming for Unreal blueprints? Reg? C plus plus. C plus plus. Yeah. If they know that, they can go. Okay, we can use a blueprint, or we can do this. Well, blueprint gets you this, but if we do this, we can. And suddenly, man, you that influx, and then some dude like myself who wants to make a game can can fucking gray box it at the very minimum. In such a short amount of time. and or, or even when I want, I'm doing a video on AI and I was like, I could gray box my example. Like in five minutes. Cause I already know I could, I could have done that in Blender, but I, you know, but you can do it in a game engine and walk somebody through and say, here's why verticality matters. Because I'm always talking about verticality and it, it does matter in games like Dark Souls where you're twisting up something. You look down and you're like, the achievement is not just killing the guy. It's being on top and looking down at what you've and covered. And it's breaking into the movie. Um... Uh, and it's and it's banging off industry. on movies. Yeah, it's, you know I mean? dude, it's I don't know if you guys know, but multiple music videos now are using Unreal for crazy shit. And ignore Unreal. If 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 uh, some other company makes theirs as robust, that competition is there, and it unlocks some people. Do not re. I'm I'm not talking like out my ass. It is every single developer, even ones not using it, are like this is what everybody is hoping for is that that it it a, a, a engines that can do a lot of things very well and that communication is easier the telltale guys have consistently talked about their old engine and how difficult six hours to do an animation that took six minutes in unreal like how is that worthwhile it is not even if you have data and knowledge you could have used five of those hours to learn how to do it in Unreal, and you would still be ahead because the next animation you did would not take six hours. Like, what are we doing? And I, I can't wait, man. Can't wait. It's it's so fucking exciting. What? Speaking of that, what's uh, for for Ubisoft for Odyssey? What, which engine is that, Jordan? Is that uh, Snowdrop? Oh God. Which which one? What does Odyssey use? Uh, God, what is, I totally is, forget. Is it Snow? Um, not Snowdrop. Somebody will somebody will know in chat. But do yeah. you ever um? Do you ever get involved in those kind of discussions? Sorry, I'll be right back. Oh, really? No, yeah. no. Yeah, they, they use what they use. If they're going to upgrade, they'll upgrade, but it doesn't affect Anvil. us at all. Anvil, thank you. Anvil. Oh, yes. Duh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, because I have noticed some of these engines are great, was what I was actually going to bring up. Mm. Like, uh, the idea of moving an Assassin's Creed Unreal doesn't make as much sense as the idea of moving Telltale, who've had particular difficulties. Right. You know, jumping over. And, and it's, dude, it's so exciting. Like, it's, I'm, I can't wait for the future what people can do did you guys i don't know if you guys saw we're gonna talk fuck i should shut up about it but i'm so excited about it because i just saw somebody doing something in vr and unreal in like three minutes they were like they were like dude because i'm a vr fan got every headset and they were like we, we can bang these out now and we can we can make the 2d flat version and the vr version almost side by side and Damn. that to me is where we've needed to be for a long time you know it's it's like where vr can take off because i don't yeah. know if you have vr jordan but i'm a... yeah i've had the i got like the rift s a while mm-hmm. back um psvr i'm stoked for the psvr too just because of the upgrades they're doing to it actually look fucking crazy so like i'm getting that day one 100 and, and psvr two one psvr was one of the most comfortable headsets yeah. and yeah. so they did i do think their technology was hampered by move and a couple other things mm-hmm. so this jump yeah it's it and, and especially if they figure out some ways to you know get some interpolation in there people don't notice get their frame rates the way it should be yeah uh it's it's just exciting to see this kind of stuff come to game dev so um let's see moving on from there reg yeah i have a question for you blizzard mobile game announcement Mm-hmm. Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Is that not mm-hmm. a card game or is that a Mm-mm. League of Legends game? Clash Royale. <laughs> what no, is it? It's uh what is the closest game? They they basically went Flash. for the most popular game and and doing it in the Warcraft universe. Um they call it a battle of uh, a tower offense game but not no. It's Clash Royale. It's the made yeah. up term. Yeah. And yeah, so it's Clash Royale. So let me get this, let me get something right about their mobile ideas. This is a mobile game not coming to desktop, but Diablo was a mobile game and is coming to desktop? I think it, this one also might be coming to desktop because it's said, I think, register on Battle.net as well. Okay. Okay. And they, they could figure it out if they want. So why was this a big deal? Is like why did it get announced? Because they teased like a week before, hey, we're doing a new mobile game. We're launching the trailer on the what was it, the fifth or mm-hmm. fourth or something. And it's a it looks like Warcraft. Like it's got that Warcraft. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. No, it's very, very, very highly stylized comical, but not in the Warcraft style. It's oh, it's like it's literally Clash Royale reskinned with Warcraft characters. You really think that? You said that multiple times. You really think that? Yes, that oh, is, it, it, it is. Okay, it is. all right. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying you're not stuck on that. That really is what it is. Okay, it is. that's that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. So Diablo, my question is: Is there a Diablo Four? Yes. Yes. And is that just desktop? Yes. And that's well, and console, I think maybe. Yeah. I mean, out. console as well, yeah. Where is it? Well, next year or next so, year. Maybe? Diablo, really? Diablo Immortals. Uh, I don't. I mean, I said maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay. maybe <I'll>... Diablo Immortals <laughs> is the mobile one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that is yeah. coming out prior to Diablo Four. Supposedly. I'm just a little confused about what they're. Well, everybody is apparently like you got a phone, right? We saw the first thing I saw in chat. Oh yeah, is this a out of season April fo- uh, Fool's joke? April Fool's joke. Yeah, that was like the thing. That was like the huge thing. That was oh, you guys are doing a, a mobile game, and everyone like was up in arms and shit before they announced Diablo Four. 
Okay. All right. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, I like the idea of them. Um, I actually like World of Warcraft's art. I don't know how to describe it. Big yeah. Com big comical. Stylized. Stylized. Um, but mm -hmm. what? So what's this closest to style-wise? Then is it more? Um, Clash. Big, oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that it. game. Can you mention a game with animation that's not looking like that? Is there? Well, it is one of the biggest mobile titles. So no, that's I don't do. Yeah, but I don't do those. Is there? But I'm saying, is there an anime that sort of looks like it? Mm. Like, is it like skinny guys, big guys? <laughs> I know a game that looks like. It. Shut up. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm done. You really um, don't. There's really no other game besides Clash. That I mean, like you can, you can, you can say League of Legends in some way, but like a mobile version of it. It's like okay. a MOBA. Yeah, like thing. an uglier version of it, maybe. You know? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, this isn't selling it well to me, guys. I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying, you, if you guys were their PR, that's not the guys, head. <laughs> if you guys were their PR, you would you'd fucking, you'd be fired right you'd away. Fire. Yeah, but no, Diablo 4, though, looks promising. It looks like they're going back to, like, this dark, you know, D2 atmosphere, which hopefully. Um, All this, so. guys, under Microsoft. Yes. Not weird. True. We're, we live in a weird world, guys, because in the it, at different times, Microsoft hasn't had any really good first person, and they've had good first person, then they have good third, but no first, no third first. They didn't buy anybody. Now they've bought everybody. Not everybody, but they've got... And it's so weird whenever you guys talk about these. I'm just so blown away that it's all under... Like, it's, it, it's mind-numbing, like, how big Microsoft is now. It's mind-numbing, and and I love that they're not. None of this sounds like it's restricted, right? None of it's exclusive. I don't I mean phones? Obviously not. But I mean, if something comes out on Xbox, I assume it'll be on PS4 or five. They do a console version. Yeah, dude, Diablo was way more enjoyable on console for me with like friends on the couch. Dude, Ooh, Diablo three was so ace. Yes. I really we, we stayed up that. for thirty hours, beat the whole game, and did rifts in one sitting. Wow, yeah. it, was a, it was a good time. That's. Yeah. It has to be, unless you were just sadist like I was no, when was, I did No Man's great. Sky for 24 hours. <laughs> no, it was great. It was good. Um, yeah, man. This, I mean, it's exciting times to see all of these games come out, but it's just Talk, weird. Talking to... about the, Go ahead. the Microsoft acquisition, some headline I saw today was that New York City is uh, suing them over Activision? the acquisition. I think they're suing over the acquisition because they're going after Bobby, right? They claimed that the Microsoft deal undervalues the company and that the CEO was unfit to negotiate the sale. How do you... I mean, they... So an outside entity is saying that the inside group was unfit? That's New York Employees Retirement System is apparently the institution. Here's the thing. I think... One thing we're getting a, a, a sort of an eye-opening experience in is that anybody can sue anybody. Hmm. I mean, True. didn't this one person sue? Uh, okay, there, Walmart there are big for tripping on their own child. Owned. The pension system, yeah. Okay. Mm. There are pension system. They have Activision stock, so they're basically suing that they sold too low. Got it. I mean, it from what I the rumors that we now have heard is that they were shopped a couple places and the price kept going up. So it, it's going to be really hard for them to prove that. It it doesn't matter. It's just like ignoring the Sue thing. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. The games are more important to me. That's just hopefully the games and the people who are working for them continue to make games, get employed. That's all I care about. I'm 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 really excited to see Activision try some other stuff too, which they might be able to do. I think that'll be great to see. Um, but all of this kind of busy business stuff, the suing stuff, 
it just sucked. Yeah. Let them work it out. I was just surprised when we were starting to talk about this, how many companies are under one. True. Sony doing the same thing. Cause Sony bought Bungie, which was surprising. Yeah. I think a it's lot hard of... to keep up. It's like it every is. week there's a new acquisition now. Yeah. It, and some, some is. games developers like use different publishers. Like Sekiro was Activision, which was. Well, remember like Compulsion and... released under Gearbox publishing, I think when they did uh, this, the, the pantomime looking, the mime looking game. Um, that didn't do too well with the black you, and white. No, where you took the bright, the, you took the drug and you walked around. Um, oh, we happy few. We happy few. Or... Yeah. Oh, that one. I believe Joy. that was Compulsion Games, and they, uh, they, they had been bought after the agreement for publishing, so they still published under. It was them or Five Hundred Five. So you, you, you definitely get you know some mix-ups here going to be interesting to see how it all comes together what would you guys rather have companies going defunct because no one buys them or acquisitions no i think we've been clear on that. yeah i mean i was clear on that i literally just said uh, yeah. Just, uh yeah did. i did i okay yeah um yeah it's i think one of the things we will start to see is i hope is a competition where um nintendo finally starts releasing some games Cross my why nah, you they don't need to they sell that hardware anyway i, I know but come on man well, i mean they, they so did many ips it's time <laughs> did, did, yeah they did also release kirby uh, not true did anybody care no yeah who Probably. released well, kirby nintendo did. let's do oh, let's yeah, let's sure. do a new mario man <laughs> do it do it we got yeah. raven rabbits coming one of the best games ever made we got the sequel to that that game was unbelievable so it'll be cool to see that do you get a chance mm -hmm. to play games jordan Oh, yeah. I mean, that's literally all I do when I'm finished work. I'm just like, okay, now I'm gaming. Like, so so you are hobby. okay? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You're okay. You work. You come. Do you think if you were a programmer, that would be different? Do you think there's think something about was being like, a writer where it's okay? Yeah, I think if I was like quest design or level design, it was like seeing game type stuff all the time, then yeah, it may be a bit differently. But I think it's because for the most part, I'm just looking at a page in words that I can still go and enjoy. Though... Mm. It it has lost some of the games you'll like hear the writing or like you'll be reading yeah. it and you'll in your head be like, Oh, I wonder why they did that, or like I would have right. done this, or like, mm -hmm. you know, just like kind of analyzing it too much, which can, you know, take a bit away from it. But yeah. you, what about games you've written? Do you like to play those? God, no, no. I don't like to see my own <laughs> writing after it's out. Oh, like, wow, I look, really? I look back at my old stuff and it's I'm just like, this is trash. Like it's so is it, bad. Is it cringe yeah. for you? Like that, it's not it's not that it's cringe, it's more just like writers. Yeah, you see all the things that you wish you would have done differently or could have had had the time to, or like it's good in a way because you look back and if you look and see that your stuff is bad to you now, it means that you've become a better writer. If you look back at your old stuff and you're like, oh yeah, it's always, amazing. always Odds trash. Are, you yeah. didn't grow. It, so, it's funny because that's the same way in like, you know, like in the IT developer space, all yes, of us, when music. we look at our old code we have the same react like don't show me that i don't yeah, want to yeah. see <laughs> yeah 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 red yeah, just like i just copy my old code into my new code i don't no, i don't think. No. no 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 you're, you're, <laughs> no you're not john carmack in it with facebook 
you're full on. No, it's, yeah, you, it, it's it's exactly what Charlie said. Like if you see some older stuff, especially if you haven't actively worked on it for some time and you have to go back to fix something, you're like, dude, how did? Oh, the readability. How did the I do this? Why the readability taking... would be all over the place. It'd be hella unorganized and uh, like you, yeah. you you like use ten lines of code that right now you can use like one for, and it's just like, dude, what the yeah. fuck was I doing? Um, I think a lot of people who create just don't want to see their stuff. I mean, like, unless you're egot yeah, unless you're yeah. Edward Norton, yeah. you know, who probably you watches his like own shit. Smell your underwear. own farts. Yeah. yeah. Um, by, by the way, I like his stuff, but you know, yeah, he's, yeah. He, I mean, I think he knows. Obviously, it's well he, known. He, it's he has a joke. personality. Yeah, he, he, he's got a bit of an ego, but it, yeah. it's uh, like Johnny Depp was always saying that, where he's like, he couldn't even remember some of the movies. Couldn't watch his stuff, right? No, he, like, he no. There's movies watch. he legit couldn't remember, and people tease Gwyneth Paltrow for the Marvel movies because she's always like. I wasn't in yeah. that. And they're like, no, you were. And she's like, listen, they were filming seven movies all mm, mixing in. Right. So it's like that footage, I may not have known exactly. But I think a lot of people are just like, dude, creatives especially. It's like, I don't really want to see my own stuff. And if I do, I want to do it for a thought process to fix new I, stuff. I can respect it. You put yeah. it out in the world. You're done with it. You know? Yeah. yeah you spent so much time on it already, right? Like you've spent days and months and yep. years on this sort yes. of shit. It's like... And that's why I can't play it anymore. Cause like I've, I saw the sausage was made. And also I've just spent so much of my life already working on whatever that it's like, I can't anymore. Like yeah. I need to do something. Else. I, I can be very serious for what I'm working on and then not take it seriously afterwards. And so a lot of people get mad at me when I say like, I just don't care. Um, like about people fighting over reviews. Somebody be like, well, Carrick says yeah. it's this and IGN says this. And I'm like, listen guys, I just don't really care. Like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I've had people, reviewers, just be like, how dare you? You must stand atop of the mountain. And I'm like, dude, why? Like, why? It's done. You can't go back. It's done. It's out. It's done. There's nothing. You can be like, this is what I thought. This is what the other person thought. We're fucking done. I'm moving on to the next thing. Because why? what are we going to do? We're just going to sit there? That's religion. Yeah. That's not me. That's not a game review. That, that's getting fucking weird at that point. At that point, you're just starting to get into the... You need to go out and touch grass. Um, Phil Yarn says, Reg's bangs and Carrick's beard. Plus. Oh, That's yeah. a plus for the beard and the bangs. Now, what if it was all at the same time? That'd be too much sexy on one podcast. Oh, you need to do one of those <laughs> Dragon Ball fusions. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And, like, fuse. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. do questions. Cause we're, or wait a minute. Wait a minute. We missed two things, actually. We'll do updates independent games and then we'll do questions and we'll let uh we'll let jordan yeah i'll go it. pretty fast okay um rogue legacy 2 got a bunch of quality of life improvements and game balancing they also did a thing thank fuck they did that which is like a flick stick check because sometimes if you flick your 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 joystick too much it like like if you go like back to center it'll face your character the opposite side and you don't want them to do that so they implemented a thing that will uh, catch that where they increased that zone for a little bit okay Okay. Uh, yeah, No Man's Sky got a bunch of bug fixes. Dead by Daylight got a bunch of bug fixes. EVE Online announced that you'll be able to transport in-game data directly into Excel, which was a huge deal for people. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, wow. because there's a bunch of spreadsheets oh, and shit. Oh, I know. You know. Fucking nerds. It is a uh, spreadsheet. Weird... <laughs> yep. I love it. Yeah. Weird West 1.02 is live with new features, new content, and bug fixes. I talked about it a bit um the other week but you can now one shot lethal stealth takedown so you can use your melee weapon actually just one shot people with a stealth takedown rather than having to take them down and then killing them which i always did uh, and then you can use blunt weapons for non-lethal just whack them in the head um there's a new projectile aiming system now you can aim the actual projectiles you pick up in the world because you couldn't do that before yeah so correct. if you pick up yeah. like a yeah um 
uh, policy inventory UI overhaul, uh, new travel encounters and new scenarios for existing locations. Um, and now everyone that has a standard edition of Dying Light 1 will auto upgrade to enhanced edition. So you'll get the expansion and stuff. Uh, the Stanley Parable is getting a huge VR mod, uh, which is like officially they're announcing it and wow. showing it. Yeah. A uh, new Path of Exile League called Sentinel and Northgard Sword and Solace, which is a new expansion for Northgard that I think released today. And they basically updated a bunch of multiplayer stuff. There's a new military path that you can go with, new tower and abilities, and reworks to existing clans and more. Damn, a lot of games got updated. Yeah. Uh, Silver, independent game. Well, uh, sadly, I didn't really get the chance to play much of anything. So our indie game of the week is one I haven't really had the chance to play yet. But I will. Um, I did play the first one. It's Rogue Legacy 2. Um, of course, the first Rogue Legacy was, uh, along with Belunky, one of the games that sort of opened the floodgates for the Roguelite uh, 2D games. Uh, very good game back in the day. Um, the sequel looks to be, I've watched people play it, I've read uh, and watched reviews. It looks to be more the same with a couple of uh, really, really nice looking refinements, uh, a lot more classes, uh, a really interesting progression system that you can carry over from between runs um, and uh, a lot more biomes uh, like our, the original game nice. had like four biomes from what I remember. Mm. And this next one has a lot more and it has like for classes. I think it, I read, I read it has like 50 classes now. Uh, which There's is a lot. A lot. Wow. Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. Um, they all play very differently. Which and so, and, and then you couple that with like the, uh, the different personality traits you get for each new generation. Um, like there's a lot of variety there for every single run every single run is going to be different um and and yeah the controls from what i hear have been tightened a lot uh so it feels a lot better to play um i felt the first one already felt pretty good um so really looking forward to that um it like the first one i really really enjoyed um i expect i will really really enjoy the second one i recommend people take a look at it it's about 20 bucks or so it's currently 20 percent off on steam uh for for the launch so um take a look at it see if it takes your fancy um it looks really really fun um and yeah. guys here have played it so super they can speak to more to it than i can yeah it's shaping yeah, up MC to be one of my top it. five yeah it's shaping up to be one of my top five roguelikes for sure. oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. 2d fully 2d yeah too fully 2d Platforming. yeah well you have you have your character is 3d there, there's of. there's a lot of platforming sections and puzzle sections some of the platforming sections reminds me of celeste in a way yeah um yeah right yeah and and uh it has metroidvania elements where you go and you find like an upgrade um a permanent upgrade and now you can go to like an area that you couldn't before right. yeah that that's like that's dash. one of the that's one of the differences from what i gather because the first one was completely open like you go to any biome at any time whereas this one sections them off with um yeah with upgrades like like metroid where you need a specific like piece of equipment to get to that biome or whatnot yeah so this was so, so there's a sort of more linear progression in that way this was early access and then full is that yeah it, it's full yeah. release now yeah huh. came out last week yeah yeah i saw a bunch of people talking about it you know those games aren't necessarily always my thing is so is a bit like dead souls then is it it's a bit like uh like uh what's the other one D dead was it that souls it was called uh what what was that Hol roguelike? Hollow Knight? no 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 there was another oh. roguelike that came out it was like a 2d roguelike 
Dead Cells. Oh. Dead Cells. It's a oh, lot yeah, like Dead great. Cells. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot like Dead Cells. There's no, but way more variation because the classes and yes. all the little like way more the, the amount of classes in this one blows me away. Every, and harder like, every time I play, it's like a new class. I got like and a chef. More... A chef. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And, and more can... platforming, and right? Yeah. A lot more yeah. platforming. And the cool thing is that every time you select a new character, like a new ear, they can come with traits. So the world would be like upside down. You get black and white. You get like a dude who's allergic to, or he's a vegan. So meat would kill you. And that's like the primary way of healing. Yeah. Um, I got one where every time you dash, your character just farts. It doesn't yeah. do anything, but you just fart. But like, yeah, fart, that, yeah, that's the IBS. The yeah, the yeah. That was in the first one as well. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. there are more ve weapons now. In the first Rogue Legacy, you only had to ever had the sword. So even like the mage would run around with the sword. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have yeah, a lot the classes play so, so like, different. The chef yeah. class that Jordan mentioned has like the pan as a weapon. Oh yeah, like like you'd go from swords to like for example a, the bard where you have to uh, send out musical notes and the way to damage people is by bouncing on the musical notes. What? I haven't gotten um, that one yet. That's so yeah, cool. It's, yeah, it's there's some crazy. I just got the shit, boxer, yeah. which is awesome because he's, he's like, awesome. He can like stay midair and just punch people. Yeah, a bunch, you just and punch, then punch, use punch, your punch. ability to do like a big like. Can you pick it's the so same good. class again? When you die, it gives or you a give choice you of three each time that are taken you can... from your your database yeah, of, of the ones you've unlocked. Yeah. Yes, uh, and and you can un like unlock an upgrade that allows you to reroll them if you don't like what you. Oh, see. gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of coming out that's sort of like that as well. There's a lot of big yeah. games like that coming out. Yeah, I haven't checked it out. I'll, I'll look at it. I don't. I just don't think it's. I don't. I'm not in the mood for it, but. Yeah. I definitely like the idea of getting different classes have a change in the world around you, which is yeah. why I liked Void Bastards a little. Yes, mm. it reminded me of Void Bastards. Yeah, yeah that's like, what you had said was that, yeah. and that got my attention because yeah, was a actually, mm. how it changes. That's stuff. a pretty decent comparison. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, but not leastly, questions. Uh, any any Discord questions we got? We actually have no questions today, but are you ready, Carrick, for? Oh An my God! The existential, existential, yeah. Oh my weird God! Oh my God! Space okay, can't be too wandering. weird. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm ready for sure. Okay, so there's this idea of a a von Neumann probe. It's like a space, space, almost sci-fi, but it's technically possible kind of thing where you create a simple machine that can mine materials and 3D print a copy of itself, right? Mm -hmm. And then the thinking is that it duplicates, duplicates, and it all of a sudden the whole galaxy is filled with these machines. Right. But imagine that you had to seed the first machine with the consciousness of someone currently alive. You, Carrick, uh, and all, all the all other us, people right. too, the all other of people. you can choose <laughs> one person currently alive. alive in the world, and that would seed. The, those machines so as a result the whole galaxy would be teeming with machines that all have this personality that one personality this... all right well yeah. that removes neil degrasse tyson he's too egotistical oh <laughs> could already be I, I we love have him, enough but... with one P peter molyneux <laughs> oh my god wow. peter molyneux turned it into a microtransaction <laughs> one i i feel like we need bill burr just a galaxy team <laughs> with Bill Burr. <laughs> Don't go to Earth, shit. guys. Don't go to Earth. Have, have you tried to drive to California and what you can't yeah, do it? Yeah. Um, one current living. Yeah. Amber Heard. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. It's very topical. Wow. It's too, 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 it's too, no, it's too, too, what do you call it? Too fresh. It's too fresh. In too fresh. <laughs> one. Everyone trying to cry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not. 
I mean, I would the one that keeps popping up to me, sadly, is not no, long, no longer available because he passed away this year. So, but uh, oh, which one? What, uh, Desmond, like Desmond Tutu, because just uh, his laugh, his laughter, oh, like is what is like one of the best sounds in the world. A was one of the best sounds in the world. Like just complete abandon, <laughs> without any abandon. Um, it, one of the most joyous things I've ever heard, and having like billions and billions of those sort of echo out right. could, be, could be neat um but yes yeah, yeah. he passed away this year i like this jordan, because... what about oh go oh, ahead, yeah, go ahead jordan. no no go for it jordan do you have one uh i mean it's probably just because i've been like wanting to watch this movie recently but just um, the name that first came to mind was robert pattinson because i love him oh gotcha in all his interviews he's just so fucking great he's just i i would be totally fine if the universe had a shit ton of robert pattinson uh, <laughs> I don't even, man, because I would want somebody like, I mean, you could do Elon, that, but I think that's a go-to answer. That I think a big He, he would get shit done, wouldn't he? He would get shit done. <laughs> he would find a way to. Uh, well, <laughs> is he near the troll, other troll drones? Himself. Yeah, troll himself. Oh, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine two, two, two Elons? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Somebody said Jeff Goldblum, Justin Bieber. I mean, Justin Bieber's a nice guy. Dude, that's a hard question because I don't know any, like, other than like a Neil deGrasse. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is always a, already a robot, so. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I that's a, that I have no. So hard because it's just anyone alive. It's so hard. And I like yeah. the idea because you would have to get somebody who's alive. Like if you if you came up with the technology today and we're like, Dude, right. we, can't, we can't put two technology. It, it'll fuck up. We have to get one person. There's probably some scientist who runs, you know, NASA that I would probably. I feel like choose. someone who could get shit done, you know, and, and like. Yeah, that that would be maybe. I mean, my theoretically, guess. you could probably like develop an AI to like mirror somebody. Yeah, but through, like, but, like the fun of the question is to think of a real person, you know. Like, but you're you're right. Like, I mean, the honest truth to... is, this is I'm gonna go with this. It's only because he has turned into what he played and is. But I would have no issue. I would have no issue. The Rock. No, I, I, I was oh. thinking about this. William Shatner. Yeah, I thought I read you. William Shatner. William Shatner. Because William Shatner oh. wanted to go to space. He played in space. <laughs> he got to go to space. He shit, tw he, he shit yes. posts on Twitter. But he he does have a fascination mm. with the thing that caused us to be fascinated with that thing. If you're my age, where you did watch him in space and you watch. And I mean, looking at all these other people and stuff, he's the one that I would see. He's artistic, whether you like his rap or his music songs or Mia whatever. Khalifa Carrick, all yeah. caps. So. I actually I what, actually would be a porn star. I actually I'm <laughs> Oh, gotcha. I actually do. I believe he would be a good like he would be the one okay. who'd be like amazed when he saw aliens, would be like wanting yeah, us that's to true. do wanting us to do stuff. He has turned You'd into be curious. what I expect. He's curious, yeah. Right? He'd yeah. be like, well, and he's what's curious there? at what? ninety. Or 190, mm -hmm. however old yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's curious at an age where most people are dead. He could keep it interesting for 10,000 years exploring. Yeah. Can you imagine as they all return, just singing songs and doing raps in <laughs> William Shatner's voice? And you'd be like, oh Ooh, my God. In that case, David Rap Attenborough. Hey, whoa. Oh, David Attenborough. I would do him just so he can narrate everything. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's are barking. That's actually, David Attenborough's a very good choice. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. This is a very good choice. And cognizant of what's going on on Earth. Yeah. Mark Hamill, somebody said. Mark yeah. uh, Mark Hamill just doesn't interest me. <laughs> He's not interested in anything else nope. any, anymore anyways. He, so. he, he isn't. Um, that'll be <laughs> it for us. I want to thank, unless anybody else has a, another one before we go. Uh, I have a shout out I would like to make to another new YouTube channel. Shout um, it out. 
not not gaming related, but I do think it's one of the best channels on YouTube, and I would really like people to check it out. It's called Invisible People. Uh, it's run by a, a former homeless American uh, who has taken it upon himself to sort of travel the world and interview homeless people all over the oh, world. I, I, I think sort I of chronicle, chronicle, just chronicle their stories essentially, and uh, advocate homeless causes. Um, so you get stories from everybody from a drug addict who's been on the street since he was eight to billionaires who lost everything and ended up on the street. Uh, they're, they're really, really uh, compelling stories um, and show you that every, a, any one of us could fall to homelessness at any point. Um, wow. But, uh, but yeah, there definitely recommend people check it out. Um, all right. It's really good I will. Content. I will. That sounds interesting, man. I, I think I've seen his content before. It's really, really interesting. It's really cool. If everybody gets a chance, make sure to follow Jordan. He'll be not only in the description. Uh, Jordan Anomaly. Jordan. Jordan Anomaly. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Jordan Anomaly. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, um, he'll be putting out some stuff soon as well. Well, not soon, but in games, you'll see him working in the future. In, games. Yeah. in the future. In the future. But I want to say how much I appreciate you joining. And coming in it's been a blast it's been awesome yeah, no, this is awesome we here. could do this for another six hours and that'd yeah, be good dude it's not only that but it's like um those are uh, six or seven imp uh impressively fresh perspectives from a writer in games that we haven't talked about before which yeah. does change a lot of my thought processes which is always good sweet it's been fantastic uh cool. you guys if you are listening thank you for listening if you're watching thank you for watching as you guys know this will go up on itunes and spotify either later today or tomorrow depending on how youtube handles it Thanks again to him. Thanks to you guys. Uh, peace out and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Oh, wait. Bye. No, no. Johnny, are you streaming tomorrow? Yes, always. What, what are you, and what are you going to stream? S uh, uh, some Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen. Johnny plays live. Peace out. Whoops, I almost hit end meeting. See? Not again. In stream. Boom. <laughs>